Hello and welcome everybody to episode 21 of the ADV podcast. We have a lot of updates uh, today concerning the Wuhan coronavirus. I always thought you were going to let me pop the cherry of getting demonetized. You just really ripped the lid off that one. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. We know uh, for a fact that we're not going to get monetized and neither of our channels has been monetized for six, seven weeks now. Yeah. Seven weeks. Not up two months. Not not a single uh, video has been monetized, so it's not like we're going to lose anything because we've lost everything already. Anyway, That's very true. In <laughs> fact, yesterday in my live stream, I tried to mask everything and was immediately demonetized anyway. Yeah. So. It doesn't matter, though. That's not why we do yeah. this. We want to keep everyone up to date. It's very important that we keep on top of this situation and that people are informed. So welcome to ADV Podcasts again, episode 21, where we're going to be talking about some of the ridiculous things that are happening surrounding the uh, coronavirus situation. That's absolutely correct. Now, I made some predictions in the past, Mm -hmm. very recent past, Mm -hmm. about how the Chinese government was going to deal with this uh, by first passing the blame and second, just saying it doesn't exist anymore in China. Yeah. Uh, All of those came true. In fact, uh, just in today's research, before we pop this on, uh, we found out even more stuff. So stay tuned for that. Okay, so we're just going to jump straight into our first section, which is, of course, what's new, where we talk about what's new uh, specifically regarding to China. That's right. Okay, now, unfortunately, we have to start with a little bit of tragic news here. And uh, it's something that well, if you've watched the ADV China videos that we produce, you you would be able to predict this kind of thing happening. But let's just roll a clip here for a second. Um, yeah. This is in Trenzhou, which is in Fujian province, uh, kind of near where we used to live, yeah. near Guangdong. I, I like Fujian. Southern China. I like Fujian a lot. Um, what you're seeing here is you're seeing a hotel that has collapsed. And what happened was they were using this hotel. Now, this building was built in 2013. Mm-hmm. Now, for China, that means it's really old already. Yeah. Um, it's. I know that sounds weird for a lot of people, but buildings deteriorate rapidly in China. Mm. Um, luckily, sorry, let me go back. Luckily, a lot of the times when um, the buildings are built, the actual internal structure, the way they build it, they use a very uh, simple concrete and rebar structure which can withstand a lot so right. you'll usually find the cladding falls off or like just the tiles fall over everything will deteriorate crack and everything but the, the building still stands up mm-hmm. that's for the majority of the time but unfortunately china's addicted to zhuangxiu which mm. means renovations and anyone who's actually lived in china for any period of time will know exactly what we're talking about you cannot escape it doesn't matter where you live if someone moves in, they have to renovate uh, the apartment that they moved into. Nobody will ever accept anyone else's decorations, as they call it. Mm-hmm. So they have to replace the tiles on the floor. They have to replace the, the walls. They have to do everything. Um, and so before they move into their newly bought apartment, even if it's an old apartment, they send guys in there to just jackhammer all the tiles out. And it, it the whole building shakes. And that's why it's such a pain in the ass when you're living in China, because the noise will keep you up and it's non-stop and it's I was going to say, when you find out you're going to have new neighbors, it's like your worst nightmare because yeah. what that means is for the next two weeks, they're going to be drilling, well, jackhammering. Sometimes months. Months. Depends. Uh, just in my apartment, which is already decorated, the people above us moved in. Yes. They zhuangxiowed, redecorated their interior and our entire ceiling The collapsed. ceiling collapsed. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, on my cat, on my friend, he was sleeping <laughs> there. He's covered in plastic. Cause, yeah, because you kind of had the those pressed ceilings in yeah, your apartment, that's right? right? And uh, it didn't hold up. The funny thing is, is that mm. if you, you know how you said the buildings are old if they're considered yeah. 2013? Yeah. Um, when I asked Vivi, my wife, how old her parents' building was, her old one. Yeah, right? the yeah, really the old one. one. Yeah. 
Um, I was convinced that that thing was from like the 50s or sure. something. And then I was thinking about that doesn't make sense in China. So I asked her and she was like, oh, I think it was like 1996 or something. Yeah, that's and, right. and she goes, it's, it's like one of the oldest buildings in the area. I'm like, are you kidding me? Ironically, mm-hmm. those are the buildings that are still standing. Yeah, right? yeah because the older ones. I'm not saying they were super well built, but compared to the uh, real estate boom that happened mm-hmm. afterwards where they're just kind of making these tofu buildings out yeah. of garbage. When sure, we saw sure. some of these things are made of, you know, cardboard, basically. Definitely you know? cardboard and twine and stuff. <clears throat> Look, you can do some research if you like, or you could watch our old video about mm-hmm. like our buildings falling yeah. down in China. But it's absolutely true because uh, real estate <clears throat> is one of the only vehicles for investment in China. That and the stock market. Mm. Everybody uses it to invest. So they don't really care about the quality as long as they can buy the thing so that they can then resell it later. Right, that's correct. It's, they, they don't even live in them. And in fact, the, the investors usually don't even decorate. They don't even no. put in tiles or walls and stuff. You buy a concrete Box, shell yeah. and it actually goes down in value if you do put in your own decorations and, and stuff. Anyway, that's besides the point. The building was built in 2013. Okay, I think most of us were still alive back then. We can I remember. Hope, I would hope so. You know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Shout out to all my seven-year-olds out there. Exactly. Anyway, so 2013 is when it was built. It was converted into a hotel in 2018. That's right. Okay. And then it was used recently to house um, coronavirus patients. Now, the worst thing is it wasn't even sick patients. It was people that had come into contact with sick people. within. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, they find out, okay, this person is infected who did they contact or who did they have contact with all these people get them all together throw them in this hotel for like a a quarantine period of a couple of weeks so you're actually talking about healthy people they were just there you know um and they were doing decorations of Zhuangxiao downstairs mm-hmm. for the supermarkets Shops. like down at the bottom of the, the building. Right. This is very common in China. The bottom level will be like shop fronts and store, right. store fronts right. and stuff. And when they do the Zhuangxiao, I've seen people knock out like supporting walls and mm-hmm. stuff because they're like, oh, let's just make some more mm-hmm. space. That's, that's the danger is that even if the building was built strong, mm-hmm. when people come in to do renovations and stuff, they don't follow any codes. I mean... You've got to think that if you've got a concrete building that's like 32 stories high, it's probably not a good idea to be jackhammering out the floors because you're going to create stress cracks and stuff. Sense, right? But that's what happens. And, and China has such a chabador um, society. Like when it comes to things like renovation and things, they don't follow any codes. They just kind of do it more or less. You know? Get it done. And so I speculate anyway that it was the construction happening on the shops downstairs that mm-hmm. caused it to collapse. But now the thing is... Um, you now have this completely unnecessary loss of life. These people that are suffering from this tragedy have now been quarantined against their will in this hotel, and uh, then it collapses. Right. Yeah, I think there were 12 deaths. Uh, it was 10 when I checked. Maybe uh, it's 12. 10. Okay. okay, all right. Well, I don't want to be quoted by saying the wrong numbers, but okay, we know at least 10 people died, and there were like 70 people in the building. Right. So it's, it's terrible. And that's the first piece of world news. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can read us, us the second piece of world news. This one is, uh, is a lot happier and more yeah. fun. Well, kind of. Unless uh, you know, you're a huge fan, you won't be able to get this. Yeah. I'm waiting for the clip to come up here. It's coming. It's coming. Come on, clip. I'll fast forward a little bit. Get here this clip. Us. Clip me. Um, clip me up, Scotty. Here it comes. 
All right, so uh, actually, this is kind of cool. Winston got me this game called Ring Fit for uh, our Switches. Yeah, got it for your birthday, yeah. Yeah, and so what it is is this ring that you hold, and you do exercise, you run, you do like sit-ups and like leg lifts and all this kind of stuff, and you like defeat bosses, and you're it's kind of like one of those running games on a cell phone, but you're actually doing it. Yeah. And you can attack stuff. It's really fun. Not a sponsor, by the way. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, the Switch, I believe, wasn't even sold in China officially. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure if it has been. This is yet. that's what I was looking up, right? Oops. And apparently, oh, don't show him. Sorry, I don't want to spoil the mood. Let me go back um, a little bit. No, yeah. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, this game is wasn't officially sold in China, but there was oh, there's always ways to get stuff. It's not like it was illegal. It Dude, just wasn't yeah. sold in Chinese shops. So right? many consoles were never official because they had that console ban in right. China. But when I first moved there in 2006, you could go and buy gray markets. Sure, they're everywhere. It's out in the open. You it's could not buy like now. Nintendo Wii's or you could buy PlayStation no. 2s and stuff. You can yeah. buy that stuff now, but apparently yeah. this this was not available. So. No. It became very popular because during the coronavirus, the Wu, I'm going to call it the Wuhan flu. Yes. During the Chinese Wuhan flu, yeah. or the CCP flu, um, <laughs> sorry, uh, people were trapped in their houses, yeah. right? And still are, and a lot of people in quarantine. And so they had nothing to do. So it became viral, I believe, on Douyin, which is Chinese TikTok, when yeah. other people were saying, what is this game they're playing? This yeah. looks like a lot of fun. So they found ways to buy it, and then people started hoarding it. Mm. And now it's going for double the price that it would have normally gone for. Yeah. Which kind of sucks for those people. Anyone who's been following my Instagram will know that I have a a particular disdain for Daigo. And Daigo are the parallel traders. Now, they're illegal, first of all. So you got to understand it's... I'm not like saying, oh, it's it's bad to do this or whatever. Mm. But these guys are... What they do is they... Um, usually students or you even get people this is what they do is their full-time job they go and live in say america on a a tourist visa for like six months and during that time all they do is run around to the shops buy cosmetics Mm. and and baby formula and things that you know are in high demand in china from an overseas market baby formula specifically because they've lost all trust in the local chinese dairy uh you know companies because of that huge tainted thing that happened and killed 40 odd children back Melamine, in the day yeah. and things like cosmetics because china has a massive import duty and a sales tax that's much higher than most other places so Correct. what happens is you could buy like a i don't know maybelline lipstick or something here and it costs double in china so you buy it in america and after shipping and everything you get it over there um you can still sell it at a profit and it's cheaper than buying it in a local shop. I like that you use like the shittiest makeup ever. Whatever. I mean, I'm just, that's all I know. Like yeah. maybe she's born with it. Maybe, maybe it's, she's, maybe she's, maybe, maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah. Anyway, so the, the, the fact of the matter is you've got people that do this as a full-time job um, or students who are studying in Australia and places like that. They'll do it as a side job and earn lots of money, like mm. tons of money in Japan. The problem with this is that the way they get the stuff back into China is they do it through like personal postage and small uh, small amounts that gets through customs without being checked. They also will give a little bit of money to their friends that are going back to China. Or if they, I've even seen it where a Daigo will go to a Chinese university and put up a, a notice, because it's in Chinese, no course, one ever no reads this, read right? It, but it actually says like, I will pay you to take this stuff back when you go back to visit your family. Right. So the students that are going back to visit their family, they have a suitcase full of like cosmetics and whatever else and they just keep get paid some money to do that and then when they get there they give it to the agent on Correct. that side and it gets sold on taobao so what i'm trying to get at here is that these daigo are the reason why you cannot find face masks hand sanitizer or anything like that and this was before people started to wisen up and i mean way back in the day i was when we were actually already starting to warn people get these things those daigo were already going from shop mm-hmm. to shop and i tested this 
Um, Sasha, you know, my wife Sasha wanted to get some more masks because we didn't have enough masks. So she's like, why don't we just go to Walgreens or CVS or whatever? I'm like, I told her, look, that's n- we're not going to find them. And we, we got in the car. We drove about 120 miles all over the L.A. area to different, like, rural parts where you get out of the city no, and England, it's just yeah. like freaking mountains and whatever. Small little village shops of CVS, Walgreens, Home Depot, all these places all completely sold out. And we get in there. There's either, either a sign that says, oh, we're completely sold out. Or we speak to the people, hey, you know. Uh, when are you getting them in? They're like, well, it's hard to tell because they don't even reach the shelves. Mm. Usually there's people that are like, they're waiting for it. And as soon as we get the stock in, they just buy it all up. These are the Chinese Daigo because they know they can make massive profits because there's such a demand for these things. Mm-hmm. Sell them overseas. And this is what's happened with the Wii Fit, uh, Ring Fit. If you go to GameStop now or you go to Walmart or you go to Best Buy or whatever, you won't find it because they've all been bought up by the Daigo and uh, sent off, which I guess is great for Nintendo. I think but they're loving it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a market that they haven't tapped before, so this That's, is very good. They have to up their production. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Glad that uh, I, I got your one for you, and I, I had one previously, so, uh, yeah, because we got to lose some weight, and it's yeah. fun anyway. But, you know, yeah, that's well, the thing. the parents-in-law in the house is kind of like, yeah. too, it's just... You're like, not going to jump around in, no, in your underwear in front of the TV. It's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's pretty gross. Anyway, no, the fact of the matter is it's kind of an interesting thing. Now, although I hate Daigo, and I hate the fact that... Um, I hate what they do. Mm. I don't hate them for this because, I, you know, this is not an essential product. No, what I really hate about the Daigo is, you know, when the whole milk powder, well, it's actually baby formula, a scandal happened. They stripped the world of this uh, baby formula, mm-hmm. all other countries. And when they do that, because, you know, China has such a massive population. So there's a demand that will outstrip your country. So if you live in Australia, you know, you've only got like the po- entire population is the size of one Chinese city. So when you've got like the whole of China demanding, they will take all of the baby formula out of Australia so Mm. that there's none left for locals. And being a new parent myself, I understand how devastating that is if your newborn needs baby formula and you go to a shop and there's none. Mm. What do you do? I don't know. You know, if your wife is having problems, you know, developing breast milk. I was going to say, my kids just drink tit milk. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, you can't make it. Then you're like screwed. a lot of a lot of mothers have a problem. That's true. It's not enough. So your right. infant desperately needs this, and you can't get it because of these illegal smugglers. And it it annoys mm. me so much. I'm going to make another video about it eventually. Mm. But so the thing is, when they do that to the the baby formula or face masks, which people now realize, oh, we actually need, and now you can't get uh, things like hand sanitizer, etc., uh, etc. Et it can it can be devastating. And I actually wish I could find those Daigo and just like get them arrested or something Mm. because they are doing illegal stuff but when it comes to this it's not essential it doesn't matter and can you get rid of that out of the background we don't need to see that anymore yeah i guess not but okay and here's the thing i do hope that uh more chinese people can get access to the ring fit uh, game because well i mean come on china just let it be sold officially but i think it's a fantastic way to pass the time if you're stuck in quarantine Nothing better than to get a workout and actually use your time productively like that. So I think it's. I know how. I know how fantastic. to get it banned in China. How? I could just be like, you know that 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 like workout boss dude. I can yeah. just be like, oh, he looks like Jiang Zemin or Xi Jinping <laughs> or something, and like people will clip this video and then yeah. they'll be like, banned. Yeah. yeah. Let me throw my two cents. Yeah, please talk do. about over yeah, here. Yeah, sorry, I like to talk a lot. Um, so my wife was at Costco the other day. Uh, mm-hmm. She was not going to buy essentials. She was going to buy some fish and some meat and things like that. Yeah. But the line was around the door 
completely. I'm, I'm not playing devil's advocate to the Daigo thing. I want to want to throw my two cents here. Yeah. When she was waiting in line, she realized it wasn't worth it. But, you know, up until those three minutes where she decided that, uh, the attendants from Costco were walking all the way down the line and said, we have no hand sanitizer. We have no toilet paper. We have no water. This kind of stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. You saw some people, like, clear out. She was like, oh, screw this. I'm out of here. Yeah. Now... The problem is, in America as well, in every country around the world, because of the coronavirus, people are panic buying. Yeah. I understand if you're buying bags of rice and things like that, right? They're not panic buying for the same logistic reason that you're talking about, where they want to resale for like, sure. you know, like whatever. But people panic buy because they're like, oh, we might be in our house for six months, so I need a lot of toilet paper, right? Sure. I find that kind of dumb because just buy a bidet. Yeah, know? exactly. Anyway, Toto Washlet. Toto Washlets are awesome. We've we've upgraded. Oh yeah, it's cleaner. Ditch the toilet paper. Absolutely. Save the environment. After visiting Japan and seeing the toilets there, tell that's... me it's not better for the environment though. It's like the first thing I did. By the way, it's actually really easy. I installed it myself. It's just a toilet seat. Yeah. You just yeah. unbolt the old one, bolt in the new one, plug it we in. We keep it like works. plugging products that don't pay yeah. us. Yeah. Anyway. My point of this was the panic buying also pisses me off because it's just, I think it's a little shameful. You don't need to buy like six years worth of stuff no, that's no, no. not, it's, toilet paper's not going to keep you alive, right? No, no it's You not. can drink the tap water in America. Yes, you can. You know what I mean? So it's not like they're going to shut off the taps, you know, yeah. out, of, out of panic. So my point of this was, although I was disappointed in the actions of some certain types of people that do something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know the Neighbors app? Uh, y yes, is that for Ring or whatever? Yeah, well, there's that, and then there's uh, Nextdoor. Okay. It's basically like whatever community you live in, mm -hmm. so in our area Oh, yes, LA, yes, yes, right? I know what you mean, yeah. You can log on there, it'll report crime incidents, mm -hmm. uh, they'll show video footage, be like, oh, someone was trying to break into my car, my cat's missing, Okay. there was a coyote in my lawn, sure. you know, that kind of stuff. Sure. And it kind of integrates the community together. And something really insane and really cool that I saw mm -hmm. was the amount of people in the incident like forum area were like, hey, everyone's panic buying canned food, toilet paper, blah, blah, blah. So if you need some free of charge, just I live here, come nice. stop by, totally fine. And everyone's like, I'll take care of this area. I'll take care of this area. That's nice. And I was thinking about this. Like you can blame the actions of a few people or you can blame the governments and stuff like we often do. Yeah. But when there's a cohesive society that knows how to be friendly and charitable towards each other, yeah. because they know that everyone's going through the same thing, that's what continues society. And that's what makes things not go absolutely insane like it did in mainland China. You, the lack of society and lack of charitable efforts and the idea that I need Big Daddy Xi to take care of me all the time means that people don't help each other that much. Actually, you'll find that the majority of Chinese people are very pragmatic and they realize that the government isn't going to look after them. That's why they do these panic buying and stuff. Sure. It's because they, have, they know if they have to look after themselves. Right. And no one else is going to do that mm -hmm, for them. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're so cutthroat. It's because they know that if they don't grab that stuff now, there could be famine tomorrow for and sure. there'll be none left. Right. It's, I mean, you, it's see, cutthroat. you see the garbage trucks in Wuhan mm -hmm. uh, dump. They're like, hey, guys, we're going to provide food. And everyone's like, you saw some of the... Oh, there's a lot of hunger going on oh, there. After dude, the they dump food out of, out of garbage, garbage trucks. trucks. And then people are like, what's wrong with you? And mm. the government actually spun it. They didn't show the garbage trucks. Mm. I wish we had this. They, they spun oh, it. I saw and a showed, of it. No, no, but they yeah. had the pic the pictures of all these like picnic tables and stuff right. that they set up. And like all these people like giving out all the stuff and, you know, the red banners. Mm -hmm. And like, look at mm -hmm. how charitable we are to our citizens. And sure. 
But then the, the picture's leaked and it's literally being dumped out of used garbage trucks, yeah. right? And yeah. then another picture I saw was this big pile of meat and there was spray sanitizer all over Come it. on, that's not what you want to so eat. So it's like pigs at a trough. That's yeah. how the government's treating the citizens. It's horrible. Yeah. Anyway, you know, that's that was my two cents. I actually that. wanted to throw in a little funny thing about, you know, those neighbors apps you get here in, yeah, in yeah. America? Because I've got them on my phone as well. Oh. You know, like the ring. Yeah. It's got like a neighborhood watch thing. Yeah. And like most of the incidents, they're like, watch out, theft or whatever. And you see the guy's car on his driveway mm. and some dude in a hoodie will mm. come and like open the door and dig through and then go out. And every single one, I, I literally leave these trolling comments. Mm. I'm like... What is wrong with you Americans? Why don't you lock your cars? Yeah, I know. I mean, if you're going to leave your car on the street Uh. or on your driveway unlocked at night... You deserve it, man. I fully agree. What the hell's wrong with you? I don't think you? I've ever left my car unlocked. I when I drive, outside. my car is locked. Yeah, I just yeah. You lock, stop at a stoplight, you're like, you well, know? dude, I've you know from South Africa, you never leave your car yeah. unlocked, no matter what. But I'm right. like, they complain about this, and I'm like, you're you're dumb. You, I fully you agree. Deserve that. You, you deserve know? your car to be rummaged. If, you, if you're gonna leave it open, yeah. You know what? The, the bit we're going off on a yeah, tangent, so. but you know what pisses me off the most is people that have huge garages, something that we don't have the luxury of, <laughs> yeah. and they just fill it up with boxes of shit. And then they park in the street. And then they park in the street, and, and then they get broken into. Yeah. You know. I actually stopped someone breaking into a car uh, down at the coast. Did you? Yeah, I was driving down there, and it was like a obviously a drug addict. You know, it was a, it's a dr- like a young woman, and she walked up to an SUV and she was like trying all the doors, and it was uh-huh. opening. It's all hooded and like all scaly. Is that Long Beach? Just yeah, and I just yes. honked at her like and shouted, like, "What the hell are you doing?" She ran off. So. No way. Yeah. Good job. Good on oh. you. I guess when you're that desperate, you know. For sure. Um, we are really dragging on. I think we can probably save this for a little bit later in the segment. Hit some yeah, super yeah, absolutely. Chats. Okay. okay, we're going to do some super chats and then we'll move on to our main topic, our uh, main segment, which is of course uh, soft power hour. Zachary C. Mm-hmm. Hey, Winston and C. Milk. This super chat is for all the coverage of the coronavirus and the WHO lately. Thank you. I'm going to rename the WHO to, huh? <laughs> like, like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. I'm from Seattle. My college classes are canceled. I'm glad to see that happen. Um, they're moving on to online tutoring. Uh, yeah. A lot of the universities around the LA area are doing that as well. I think in New York and in Boston. Um, they're all preemptively shutting down and going into online uh, instruction, yeah. which yeah. is great. True. Um, Masjada, have you seen Fuyao American Factory Duck? I have not yet. You saw a bit of it, right? Yeah, it good? I actually was getting so angry at that that documentary. Just oh, because... come on, you little critic. No, I was. I was getting Is it angry. Bad? It's just it just made me. I, I I have to admit, I was I walked in on my parents-in-law watching it, and they were like, "Look at how our China helps these poor Americans." Oh. And so I was like, "I can't, I can't handle I, it." I bet if we watched it in a sterile it. environment where yeah. it's just us. They'd I feel like we'd okay. probably be fine, but when you hear stuff like that... It's just like I couldn't handle it, yeah. They're accepting it as reality. It's kind I of mean, like, at the end oh. of the day, um, I didn't watch it fully, so I can't make a full... Well, um, we'll check it out. Yeah, all I can say is it did show the, the, the very different working um, environments. Okay. You know. I heard it was quite accurate. Oh, yeah, I mean, it probably okay. is. Okay. It does show, you know, very much how Chinese management works. And mm. I think it's it's probably very good for people to watch. Okay, we'll check it out. Yeah. We'll watch it. We'll watch it without our parents-in-law. Yeah, please. I can see how that would be very maddening. Yeah. Uh, we'll do one more. We've got okay. tons building up here. Uh, Lewis Han, thanks for all the useful information. Just got back to the UK from Dalian, China. Your videos mm. kept me informed and entertained throughout the time. As I was locked in my apartment, thanks again. Gong Shandong, Zhou Kai. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> that means when... Chinese Communist Party, get out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you're very welcome. Thank you so much. Appreciate yeah. it. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Yeah, I've got friends up in Dalian as well who are currently yeah. still Yeah, they're still there, right? Eh? Yeah. Um, it's not nice, especially <clears throat> since he has a child and they don't have masks because it was all sold out and stuff. So it's, it's, it's a harrowing experience. Although, 
Um, after speaking to a number of my friends around the country, they say that things are slowly but surely kind of getting back to normal at the mm. moment. So, I mean... Which is something we'll get into in a yeah, little we'll, bit. Yeah, we'll. um, Cool. Not to be huge critics, but yeah. let's be honest. I'm going to do one more just because a lot we're building up. I don't want to discourage okay, anyone. Sure. Uh, Ole Christensen, thank you so much. Uh, Denmark, I tried to ask you guys about demonetization, but got refused. If you really? feel like it, I would like to uh, know more about it. I know this is off topic. Big love from Denmark. We can talk about it very quickly. Yeah. If you're talking about tragedy, current events, uh, I talked to my YouTube manager about this. If it's too recent and it's about people dying, getting sick, or getting hurt, then uh, YouTube will demonetize you to save their advertisers from biting them. So mm. the advertisers, basically, it's capitalism, right? They don't sure. want to advertise on these things. However, mm. there are YouTubers like the Young Turks and a bunch of other, and I'm not even joking, yeah. Young Turks, uh, some other, some doctors and some other bigger YouTubers that are monetized and allowed to talk about it, which I find very hypocritical because it, sh it does show you that money is more important than anything. So someone like us who are quite big, but nowhere near like some massive sure. 10 million sub level, we, we don't get that luxury. Yeah. Number two, we always say this, you turn on mass media, you're watching advertisements talking, you know, playing over tragedy, the Syrian war, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's brought to you by Honda, brought to you by Ford, you know. Sure. Which well, is ridiculous. The mainstream media has a monopoly over that kind of thing. And so they don't want uh, alternative media like YouTube to take over. And that's why they do it. I also think it ties in like with a YouTuber mm. thing. You, mm. Your argument doesn't work for that, but it does. Mm. Because when you look at those big YouTubers, I can go on my on like cable. It's streaming cable. Yeah. But if you go to the bottom list of the channels, you'll see big YouTubers just playing constantly. So they are in a mass media network. Which oh, yeah. I mean, protection. if you look at like anyone like Vice or the Young Turks or whatever, sure. they, they basically are mainstream media. Right. Just... YouTube is their... And that's not necessarily thing. a bad thing. It's just that they yeah. get protection from this stuff. Yeah, I think it also depends on how politically you are aligned as well. So <laughs> Probably. It seems and to we've, have... We've never we all know Silicon no Valley has just kind of always been a little bit, um, you know... One-sided. Yeah, one-sided. Anyway, Whereas we, we are not either. We are getting off track here, Sorry. guys. What was that? Super chat. Okay, so yeah. are we ready to move yeah, on to move our on. main thing, which of course is Soft Power O, where we talk about how China is... You know, trying to change your mind on things and, uh, you know, the, the ways they go about it. And uh, this is a big one this week. Based on uh, what you were predicting, for instance, about how they were going to use the coronavirus as a way to make themselves look good. It uh, mm -hmm. looks as if they're doing all sorts of things like using, <laughs> using the situation to put the blame on other countries. Yeah. Okay. So now this is not the first... Thing. Now, you see, when you see this, this kind of headline that says secret documents, you can't really put a lot of stock in that. You don't know what this is all about. Is it really true? Is the source really accurate? You know, you've got to be careful not to spread disinformation. But the fact that your parents-in-law, the fact that many, many, many Chinese outlets are starting to say, oh, wait, the virus doesn't come from China. Feed my WeChat feed even young people. Yeah. It's a consensus. You know, it's actually really annoying me because not only my Chinese friends, but, uh, you know, like friends of my wife and stuff are starting to put this forward. They're like, oh, but they're different strains. So it must have come from different countries. Mm -hmm. The Italians, like they had their own one. America had many. It's coming from America, etc. It means that these these kind of conspiracy theory secret documents thing must be true because the end result is exactly what this these secret documents are telling people to do. And that is to... Um, instruct Chinese diplomats and agents to call COVID-19 the Italian virus or the Japanese virus. And I've seen tweets um, and posts coming out of the Chinese media saying, 
the Japanese coronavirus or right. the Italian coronavirus. It's almost like they have a what's it called? What's it when you have a TV show and you pitch it to like a group? It's like a control those, group, kind of, like one of those control groups, right? Yeah. And they want to see how it's going to go, and that's what they do. And they're kind of fighting for a new definition for it for the Chinese public. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's a, a good example. <clears throat> see, here we have um, this is the foreign minister Li Jianzhao. Yeah. Zhao, and he is the spokesperson and deputy director general of the Information Department Foreign Ministry. He's so lucky China. that he gets to use a VPN. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Privileged prick. <laughs> the CDC is caught on the spot. This is part two. We should have gotten the first part of the tweet as well. It's when fine. did patient zero begin in US? How many people are infected? What are the names of the hospitals? It might be the US Army who brought the epidemic to Wuhan. Be transparent. Make public your data. US owe us an explanation. I have a Chinese friend that's a little bit of a dissident and he's the one that sent me a screenshot of this. Mm. And in the, they have like a discord where they talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's actually they talk about the Hong Kong protests and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. I actually thought this was fake. No, it's real. And I had to we had to go to Twitter. Yeah, we just looked and it, it was Twitter. just there. And I was like, are you kidding me? So you see the narrative right now is that <clears throat> the the Chinese government is trying its absolute best to pin this virus on outside forces. Again, mm. every single time there's a big problem in China, it's always foreign interference. Oh, Hong Kong protests, it must be the CIA black hands. Or, <laughs> or yeah. It's like, mm, the oh, yeah, virus. We work for the CIA, that's right. Yeah. The virus. Everyone knows it comes from China, but no, nope. This is also why in tomorrow's video from me, you'll see I'm, I'm going to be talking pretty much exclusively about the efforts the World Health Organization has gone through to make sure that the, the virus name is not tied to China. Mm -hmm. And the reason is so that they could do things like this. Right. All right. So they can say, oh, but wait, this <clears throat> virus, and it's not the Wuhan virus or the China virus, it's just. This virus comes from Italy now. Oh, no, actually, it originated in the USA and someone smuggled it into China to start it. It's a bunch of bollocks, you know. It's You've got to be a mental midget to fall for this kind of thing. Sure. Uh, the original, to give us a very brief timeline on this, the original thing was to call it the Italian virus because there were so many cases propping up. Yeah. But unfortunately, I don't think that test group actually worked out because yeah. I don't see much about that anymore. Those are the original sure. leaked documents. And now it's all pointing to America. Yeah. They got rid of the whole <clears throat> Japan and Italy definition. They basically say there might have been different strains. Right. Now it's America's fault and yeah. it's potentially created by America yes. to only harm uh, Chinese people in, 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 in its infancy before it started affecting Westerners. Yeah. They said it was specifically genetically engineered to target Asian males. Yes. And then it started affecting other people. So they had to switch it up. And now they're like, okay, now it's just a super bug weapon yeah. that has been released. You know, it's a, it's a tough situation because I understand their mindset. You know, when you are so uh, insecure mm. about your your national identity and your, you have so much pride mm -hmm. in your country and you've been taught your entire life that your country is just amazing, it's number one and can do no wrong and your government is just... Even always, if you see the contrary. Yeah, yeah but your government <clears throat> has always got your best interests in heart, etc., mm. etc. And then this massive <clears throat> amount of evidence suddenly appears to say that it's not true, right? Right, right? So your government actually did screw up here. They did. Whether it was an intentional cover-up, which I firmly believe it is, or even if it was just a mis bad mishandling of a situation where they didn't know what they were doing well, running we know around. That it was intentional. Whatever, I'm just I'm playing devil's advocate, sure. okay? Because I know so. people who actually believe that. Yeah, of um, So whether it's any of these kind of situations, the evidence is overwhelming that, look, this came from, um, you know, Wuhan. That seafood market live animal place that they that it came from, where it spread from, I should say, 
the the local government had been trying to shut it down for 10 years but just weren't able to and sure. the reason is because of corruption and bribery right, and and connections so even if you are like the health ministry and you say that's bad we have to shut it down but you can't it just shows you that the government can't work because sure. someone's uncle runs it that knows right. the person in, you know in that the, the high you know yeah works. exactly so i mean basically you can it's laid bare all the bullshit is laid bare so you would feel very insecure and as soon as you get a tiny little thing to grab onto that that someone says, oh, actually, no, it, it wasn't our fault. It's like the U.S. They did something. Then you'll grab onto that with both hands and you'll start trumpeting in it like, yeah, it's not actually our problem. I guess this logic doesn't work for me or some people that might end up looking more into it. And I'll tell you why. The, yeah. the, the biggest irony is that when this all happened, we we also predicted this, yeah. was that everyone is, the CCP from top, from Beijing, is going to yeah. throw all this shit at Wuhan. The mm-hmm. local government say it was their fault. They couldn't deal with it. They're all going to get fired and replaced. They did. Yeah. Number two, they had to regroup and start quarantining and, and use all these draconian measures and stuff just so it didn't stop. But then we figured out, yeah, they're hiding numbers. It's yes. absolutely spreading. There's a ton of corruption. People are leaving the quarantine and spreading it elsewhere. Yeah. They're spreading it abroad. Now, the problem is, is that the CCP through their Xinhua and CCTV, they, they 100% confirmed that it was from this area of Wuhan. Yes. So that the blame could be placed on there instead of the entire country, right? Yeah. Now, the first fallacy with that is that you, the Huanan seafood market in Wuhan, I think a lot of people that have never been to China might think that that was just a really, really exceptional case of wild animal trade. Yeah. But that happens all over the place. It was just yes. very unfortunate it happened there sure. in central sure. China. But the biggest fallacy with it, with this is that if you go back and look at that when they claim that they're 100% certain through DNA tests and chemical analysis, yeah. And, yeah. you know, uh, looking at the virus in labs, when they say that they're 100% certain that it came from there and then completely realize that, holy crap, we could do better. Mm-hmm. Let's just say it came from a different country. Sure. How do you not have dissonance there sure. when, you, when you look at that? It's conflicting. Well, you know, basically the way the news uh, flows in China is it just flows one way. And it's very comes from a single source. And then it gets disseminated down to all the different uh, newspapers and outlets. And people, you know, like... I see it a lot and, you know, like my father-in-law has his, every morning I'll hear the, the Chinese national anthem play on his cell phone and then I'll hear the, the official news come through yeah. and he's, you just hear the, them trumpeting like, oh, how good we are and what we've done and how bad America is and stuff. And, you know, I can understand that stuff which and it annoys me and I kind of just want to ban that from my house. But, you know... You can't censor. No, I, I'm not into censoring people, but I hear that, you know, in the mornings. Yeah. And then... I hear it at night. When you're in China, you'll see, you know, the newspapers. You always see your parents-in-law reading the newspaper every day. And so um, it's just something to digest for the day and to have your idea of how things are running for the day. And it's no, you know a it single source. It's a, it's a way to control your mind for the rest of the day so you know what to believe and what not to believe. Well, pretty much. But think about it. The, the lack of independent uh, you journalism. Know, journalism over there means you only have one single source. So, you know, yeah. when you're here in, in America, you can see you turn on TV and you've got like, most places, oh, Trump sucks, blah, blah, blah. But then you change a channel and someone's like, uh, Hillary sucks or whatever. You you can actually get a bit of a balance. <clears throat> and not, not to mention, like, even more important, the amount of independent journalists sure. and independent media like us yeah, that is allowed sure. to exist and not thrive because so, we're not monetized. But. What I like about this is the fact that you can make up your own mind. Yeah, absolutely. It's like people who watch our videos. Mm-hmm. It's up to them to decide whether to believe yeah, us we don't or expect not. We're not to trying to force anyone to do so. But that's the whole thing is... Um, you don't have that option in China. Mm-hmm. So 
basically you read it, you believe it, and mm-hmm. you kind of go about your day thinking that's what's going on. Or you're one, the 0.1% that goes on a VPN, speaks English, digests other media, gets super frustrated, loses all your friends, and becomes a social outcast. Yeah. There you go. It's a tough situation, like all around, really. But yeah. basically, what we're trying to do is we're trying to point out this very transparent situation. And the reason why I say you have to be a mental midget to actually believe this stuff it's not a slight Tight against. Challenged. It's no. It's it's not. It's not a challenge against um, or a diss against Chinese people in general because that's why I brought up the whole news thing. Is it's not their fault, okay? I mean, of course it is to a certain degree, but it's not really their fault because no. this is how they've grown up. This is how things work. I'm not going to go to my father-in-law and say to him, "Listen, you're a mental midget," because mm-hmm. he's not. He's a he's a good man. He has a lot of good qualities. You know, but the way he grew up and everything that the way he does things is he will believe this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He will believe it because he's being told what he's been told his whole Same. life. Same. And it, it frustrates me because I I think highly of him and mm-hmm. I don't like to see um, that sort of thing trickle down to people that I think highly of. The worst is when I have conversations with my father-in-law and we mm. come to an understanding and he yeah. kind of ex- doesn't accept but like kind of understands what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll go on and completely flip-flop and just eat up the really bad shit sure. from the from the Xinhua and stuff, right? Yeah. And then regurgitate it back to me and I'm like, well, no, you know. Sure. Maybe think about it like this. Okay, regurgitate it back. It's like a cycle, right? Yeah, it sucks. Anyway, so that's something that I would like all of our viewers to keep a very close eye on. Sure. Is what's happening let's be transparent about it now not only have they started to lay the blame for this virus on other countries they're also touting themselves as being the only country that's smart enough to deal with it yeah, that's why they're already writing a book and they're uh well they've already written yeah. a book and now they're sending their medical es- experts to italy to to sort things out when china is still recovering from this problem and still hasn't reached that point where they can say hey we've actually defeated this you yeah know? That's the problem is it's arrogance. It's pure, pure arrogance in its purest form. Right. You know, think of the most arrogant person in the world times a billion, you know, and this is what you get with the CCP. So they believe that they are pure hearted and amazing and they can do everything and fix the world's problems. Now, when they caused it in the first place, we can never forget that. We can never forget the fact that this came, came about because of the bad hygiene practices in China. Okay, and the way things are covered up by the government Corruption. in order to not lose face, etc. This was caused by that, you know, and of course all the bad practices of eating random animals and stuff. But whatever. Of course. Let's move on to our next little bit here. Well, um, you actually started this bit already. Oh, I did. Um, we don't even need to talk about it much, but it's just nice. Talk <laughs> yeah. about a pure heart. Yes. What <clears throat> a pure baby boy. Well, um, Xi Jinping finally visited Wuhan what like three days ago or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Now, bear in mind that this has been going on since December, mm-hmm. okay, that the government's known about mm-hmm. it, maybe even earlier mm-hmm. from some documents we found. But um, he has not visited Wuhan. He's mm-hmm. been kept in very uh, sort of safe. It was very for safe six weeks, really. Yeah, he disappeared multiple times yeah. without making any appearance because he obviously didn't want to be attached to this. And this is another thing that happens a lot with the Chinese government is there's a lot of wishful thinking. They hope things will just sort themselves mm-hmm. out. And I Wait feel like, last minute. Yeah, I feel like that's what happened with this is like, let's just step back for a little bit. Let the chaos ensue. Let's put a few directives out there. See what happens. If, it, if right. it's all good, I can rush out and claim victory. Right. If it sucks a lot, then I can put the blame on the people that I put in charge. Exactly. That kind of thing. He has finally emerged and visited Wuhan for the first time. Good job leader of the nation let everyone die for two months and let this chaos go on before you even think about it 
anyway, but now he's coming out and they're labeling him as, um, you know, Xi Jinping has a, the pure heart of a newborn child and he is the leader to fight this people's war against this. And, you know, because of his strong leadership, they've defeated this or they're defeating it or whatever. It's just such crap. It's what you'd expect out of North Korea. It really is. I don't know how he moves that large poo-ass body with a tiny little heart like this. How does it pump all that <laughs> pure, blood? Pure heart. of a be- you, you, you had a great analogy yesterday because yeah. we brought this up in your live stream. But, like... Let's talk about a newborn baby. What what are they like? It's the most narcissistic human being in the world. We love newborn babies because they're ours and they're mm. they're sweet and cute, but they're the most narcissistic people in the world. They only care about their own survival. They need comfort. They need coddling. <laughs> Come here, Xi Jinping. Come here. <laughs> it's super annoying because like they'll cry at night and they wake you up and you right. have to sleep. Give me milk. They'll, they'll cry because they're just a little uncomfortable or whatever. So yes, maybe that is a very accurate. Maybe description it of maybe it's like a harem of women that he suckles <laughs> yeah you know what I mean? a... need my milk yeah <laughs> anyway sorry um that that's that's a bit besides the point yes. um it doesn't matter throw a little humor into it yeah, of uh, course next we're going to talk a little bit about this uh I'm, let me answer this real quick please uh so this is uh speculation uh mm-hmm. but it's a massive discrepancy and i want you guys to look at these numbers now let's delve into a fantasy land pretend yeah. that china is a normal country and all of these numbers are in fact real okay sure now, if we look at the cases over here, we have 80,932. If I was going to speculate, I'd say it's in the millions. But, okay. no, if for cases, absolutely in China. Give me okay. a break. You know, after... Maybe, yeah. The way it was compounding yeah. and the way things were happening. Sure. But I have no data on that. So, again, with journalism, you can't say that. Right? Don't touch your face, by the way. <clears throat> Just saying. Because I'm always touching my face. Oh, I know, I know oh, somebody yeah. will be like, oh, are you touching your face? I got an itchy nose hair. It always happens on live streams. You're going to get coronavirus, though. Yeah, it's okay. I use hand Don't sanitizer. Don't worry, I got, a, I got an antidote for you. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, We're not please, drinking, by the way. Anyway, yeah, my discrepancy continue. after you so rudely interrupted me. Yeah, exactly. Joking. Uh, let's pretend like these figures are correct. Okay. okay. If we look at China, we have 80,932. And then Italy, we have 12,462. And that was the most recent screenshot I took. Okay? Yeah. That's, if you look at populations just in general Mm. and uh, hygiene practices and stuff, number one, that already doesn't make sense, that discrepancy, right? If you do the actual math, that percentage of Italy versus China doesn't make, we're talking about 1.4 billion people that were going free for all while the coronavirus was going rampant. Sure. Versus Italy that kind of already figured out pretty early on what was happening. Now, the biggest discrepancy, what doesn't make any sense and what kind of, I'm not going to say confirms, but plays into the whole crematorium thing and the whole cover-up of deaths thing. If we look at the deaths of China, we're looking at 3,000 deaths, right? Sure. You look at Italy, you're looking at 800 out of mm-hmm. 12,000. Mm-hmm. Now, why is that triple? Why is that triple the figure from China? Are Chinese people, is the Chinese healthcare system, are you telling me right now, without soap in the hospitals, mm-hmm. understaffing, you have to build ramshackle, leaky hospitals sure. like where everyone's in the same room and getting it. Yeah. You have a very elderly population like Italy as well, yeah. right, yeah. That, are, that are getting this illness. Mm-hmm. You have people that don't believe in viruses. You have people that go out and go to these absolutely disgusting wet markets sure. where, where this stuff can, can spread. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at a figure where Italy is hugely, has hugely more deaths, right? How does that actually make sense? Are Chinese people that much stronger? Is the healthcare system better than a first world country? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. That makes no sense to me. So when we made a prediction back in the day, the only time we're going to be able to pay attention to these numbers is when it affects Western countries, sure. which is happening now. Yeah, we can see some pretty 
good numbers that are coming out of mm. South Korea and mm -hmm. Italy, and they sort of collate. You can yeah. start to see yeah. a, a pattern. The problem is with China is that it doesn't matter. I, I know some, some people who are apologists um, big time, mm -hmm. okay? And they, they actually... I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's, it sucks. I had, I had a very, very horrible conversation with a, a good friend of mine who yeah, yeah, hates yeah. my guts now on, right. on WeChat the other day. And he believes the numbers coming out of China. Uh -huh. But the thing mm -hmm. is, okay, you can believe that, but then what about all the very proven cases where the doctors the chinese doctors have said we had to write down this person as having viral pneumonia and not having died of this mm. or we don't count someone as being infected if they've already died before they even got to this the hospital system they just get cremated what about all these situations where they've changed the numbers it's like oh if someone is infected but they are asymptomatic so they've confirmed to have had the virus but they don't have a cough or anything, then we don't mm. count them as being mm -hmm. infected. These are actually like proper statements from the Chinese government, a lot of these, saying how they've doctored the numbers or how they're skipping a whole segment. Well, of I was going to say, we always use Li Wenliang as like the, mm. the poster child for this, but there's doctors now recently yeah. being silenced as well because they can't take it anymore and yeah. they're releasing And this now stuff. the news, like you cannot talk anything bad about mm -hmm. this. You can't even talk about the situation no. on Chinese media anymore. Uh, social media, you will get censored and you probably all get a visit from the cops. If you question. These numbers are no way, in no way, shape or form accurate. No. Okay. And you can, we can try to talk about like the numbers in America and stuff. Those aren't accurate either. No. Because the I CDC mean, the is not testing behind. and everything. So we're not talking about America, but we're talking about the source of the virus. Mm -hmm. And you need that data from the source, from, from ground zero, in order to base <clears throat> all of your actions on. Correct. Right? So. Could have stopped. Yeah. If. If we knew how rapid this was spreading, if we knew which this, they did, yeah, if we, if the whole world had known how serious it was, and if the World Health Organization had come out right in the beginning to say it was actually serious, and not keep pandering to the CCP, um, in fact, they only like announced that it was a pandemic yesterday. Yesterday, and before that, no actual measures were being taken in other countries yeah. other than like preparing supplies at home. And yeah. that's why you need the WHO to actually say, yes, it is a global pandemic and look at how bad it is in China. Let's think about SARS. How many people died from SARS? Like 800 odd? Something like that. Yeah. That was a pandemic. That right. was a big thing. That was right. a global thing. Everyone was... Because China wasn't in anyone's pockets, yeah. dude. Look at it. We've got so-called confirmed deaths which i that number is way too low but so around five thousand deaths that's way worse why did it take so long for it to finally be termed a, a global pandemic it that's should have been clear. should have been within the first bloody week or two of this mm. thing breaking out human to human transfer we've seen a massive amount so because of all the fudged numbers the who playing along with the ccp the rest of the world was not prepared and didn't take it seriously and still doesn't take it seriously no. because everyone's still remembering all these stupid articles saying that the flu's worse or, you know, it's not a big deal. But again, or... I think the most dangerous thing was paying attention to listening to CCP official figures in the beginning. We yeah. saw very prominent and reliable people really buying into it. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's foolish. It's unfortunate. And to believe now that, oh, everything's under control, everything's going back to normal is also incorrect in right. China. And unfortunately china's reached a point in fact they, uh, quite a while ago they reached that point where they had to balance um the the sort of moral situation is like are we going to let our economy continue mm -hmm. or are we going to sacrifice more people and it kind of leaned more towards well we got to kind of have to put a little bit of a test out there let people go back to work and see what happens 
you know, because they just cannot allow their continuity. I don't want to make any predictions, but this is—it's probably going to be bad. Yeah. Um, my last piece of advice before we move on. Yeah. If you open this map, see if you can like just like minimize your window, get rid of the China part, yeah. and just start looking at the other figures and make. Your Pre- own pretty much, like that. Those figures out of China are inaccurate. At best, there's a, a little bit of a discrepancy, but uh, let's let's be honest, it's probably way 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 higher than that. Yeah. You know? So don't buy into this. Yeah. That plays into our Guanxi corner later. All right, yeah. uh, let's move on. Okay, so we're moving on to... Well, no, we're going to have no, no. Super Chats. Right? No, we're not. Oh, we're it's not more. done with us. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Sorry, this is a long one. Yeah. No, it's good. It's important. We have a lot of updates. We've been offline on the podcast for a mm. couple of weeks now. Um, let's see. Oh, yes. <clears throat> Once again, the ingenuity of the... Uh, the people taking advantage of the situation in China just continues to astound. Okay, so an ambulance driver was arrested for driving people out of a locked down city, charging a thousand yuan a seat. This is in Henan province, a uh, province that was hit very badly. Not as bad as uh, Hubei, but very mm-hmm. badly. But okay, I, I wanted to ask you this, like maybe mm-hmm. you can explain. Mm-hmm. Why are we seeing this in the news? Because <laughs> this is not something that is uncommon. Right. So but why is this in the news? It's the most wonderful tantalizing bit of soft power that the CCP can throw at the West and actually allow it to be translated in English as well. Yeah. Because if somebody in the West sees this, they're already used to going, watching the news and looking at crimes that are currently trying to be solved. There's some bad things that happen in their own country because of transparency in media. Right. So when they see something like this, they're like, oh, China has transparency in media as well. In the back of their mind. And not only that, the government's actually doing something. They're arresting people that are taking advantage of this and breaking the law. This is awesome, right? It's very suspicious because this kind of thing would never make the news normally. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It gives this impression that, oh, there was only one little joker trying to take a chance here. You know, there's only one guy. Meanwhile, that's absolutely not true. We know that this kind of thing is bloody rampant. Our mic's off. Oh, is it? Yeah, can, you, can you check that? No, it's not. It's just trolls. Um, you know, when you look at this kind of situation, um, <laughs> seriously, these guys are just uh, coming into trolls. Fine. When you look at a situation like this, mm-hmm. um, you would think that it's just that one guy doing it. But uh, we know from, well, I mean, our subscribers who had to escape the quarantine, they paid a driver to get them out. We know lots of stories like this. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly common. People are finding ways, you know, they're smuggling workers out in trucks, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and it's just absolutely ridiculous. So it's a, it's a widespread problem. People taking advantage of mm-hmm. this situation. Right. Anyway, let's continue on. Um, can you explain this picture over here? Uh, I have people that I trust that actually say it is robot sound. It's what? It's robot sound. Robot sound? Yeah. Well, we didn't uh, turn on the robot sound, did we? Okay. Okay. All right. So what are we going to do then, guys? Try
How about now? Is it better? Let's listen. Right, hopefully we're back. Is this better, everybody? I can do a manual check. Is this better? Yes. Okay, we're good. Okay. We apologize for that. Sorry uh, about honestly, that, Honestly, everybody who is watching, super, super apologize. We've been under attack by trolls for a long time, so that's why I suspect it was just a trolling exercise. Hopefully it wasn't like that for too long. All right? Yeah. Well, I've always been monitoring, so okay. it should be okay. Cool. Okay. So Go back. All right. Let's get the, uh, the um, media back up to where it's supposed to be. And you had a picture over there just past this. So let's get back to this. All right. So again, we finished off with this ambulance situation. Let's just say that they are currently allowing uh, the news or they're purposefully showing the news of these examples that they're making of actually cracking down on certain people. Yeah. And that's because they want to restore faith in the rest of the world to say that, hey, you know, um, we're doing dealing with the situation it's not that bad right. it's true okay right. anyway what's this next situation up here? Uh, this is a chinese uh, china mask scam mm. so this chick spent over a hundred thousand two hundred thousand dollars something on uh masks yeah 1.6 million 1. 6 RMB. rmb so yeah, uh, she ended up with an empty box yeah uh, which led to them chasing down a mask scammer uh, and they put some people in jail for six and a half years. But again, an example was made. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Well, I mean, here's here's a thing you'll you'll realize very quickly when you live in China is that scamming, and I get I get a lot of shit for this, but scamming is a big part of China. <coughs> okay, and that's just because of the the history of the way China's run, mm -hmm. and people are cutthroat because they need to survive, and people will always try to find a way to make money out of any given situation. Mm -hmm. That's why things like Daigo exist. Mm -hmm. It's people that are willing to, you know, step over a certain line right. that I feel most other people won't. Right. Um, I mean, you do get scamming everywhere, obviously. It's very prevalent. <clears throat> it's China. very, very prevalent. And so mm -hmm. this woman was actually trying to do a very, very good thing, Yeah. of course, which was to um, give these masks to people in need mm -hmm. and charity. So she actually got a hold of a person on, um, I think it was on Weibo or WeChat, who said that they were an overseas Chinese in America. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Sorry. Ooh. Coronavirus. Um, <clears throat> and what they would do then is <laughs> they would be able to source these masks and send them to her in China so she could distribute them. And she believed them and she paid a <laughs> deposit. And then the guy said, they've arrived. And, mm. you know, then when she tried to chase it up and he was asking for the money back and, you know, it was just a scam. But it's good that they're at least trying to make examples because it does, in a way, warn other people that are doing this to maybe not do it. Sure. Because they could get actually caught this time. Because usually scammers don't ever face repercussions. No. You know, that's the problem. That's why it exists. That's why when you still go to Shanghai and Beijing, you go to the capital city of China and you can watch my video where I got scammed on purpose. I went to Beijing, to uh, Tiananmen Square area. Did you, know, did you love city. it? <laughs> no, I didn't love Beijing Tiananmen. And I walked there and I got approached by scammers. Why why do they allow this to happen? China has got such a controlling government that mm. can take care of everything, but yet in broad daylight they allow foreigners to be scammed. That's no, corruption. It's yeah. connections. Guanxi. Yeah, exactly. So scammers very rarely face repercussions. Yeah. Okay. 
And uh, so now they're showing, hang on a second, this is you shouldn't scam when it comes to this. Correct. Because then you could get into trouble. Correct. Anyway. Uh, we have one more example of that real quick. Okay. I don't have um, to talk about it too much. but You know me, I love to talk. You are a talkman. Um, so this one, this is just a, a semi-related picture. But a guy, was, a guy was, uh, no, it's fine. Mm -hmm. A guy was just arrested for concealing his trip to Wuhan, right? Mm -hmm. Very simply put, this is our triumvirate of examples that the government cracked down and found people that tried to get out and potentially spread the virus everywhere. When we know, we actually don't know the amount of people that pulled that off, but that one guy, you know, he's going to bear the brunt. He's going to be crucified for everyone else that escaped selfishly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially in the beginning days. Well, it's not, not about escaping that much. It's about mm -hmm. people that are uh, concealing the fact that they visited Wuhan. Sure, sure. So you may maybe not have actually been there during the initial outbreak, but you traveled through there or you went mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. and then you came back somewhere. Just being because dishonest, yeah. people have to now disclose whether or not they've traveled to Wuhan, mm -hmm. you know, within this last uh, period. And he didn't. And then he still went to some like, um, like on public transport, he went to some gatherings, things like that. And he tested positive. Yeah. So he was now a carrier going to all these places. And, you know, what happens is they arrested him. It's the first case of its kind to show that, listen, you can't do that but he, to conceal that. But the thing is, so many people are doing it. It's ridiculous. Right. Yeah. I do think there was a certain amount of fear um, amongst people that were in Wuhan that were not from there. Yeah. Uh, just because of the amount of cover-ups that there were, we don't actually know what's happening in those hospitals. There's no, no. actual footage of that nowadays. Yeah. You know? it's, it's, un it's really unfortunate that there's no transparency. No. And, um, you know, the WHO was finally allowed to go mm -hmm. to, to Wuhan to check yeah. things out. And you know what they said when they came out? What? Oh, it's exactly like what the Chinese government says it is. It's all, it's all continuing we, on. But how surprised? how long were they blocked from going <laughs> there? Like, why would you block them? So that you can prepare your little p Potemkin village or whatever it's it is. It's like when they invited those journalists in after months and months of begging to go see the Xinjiang concentration camps. And they, they let him into these, like, un Potemkin villages. Like, yeah. unbelievable. We love this. I learned how to not be an extremist and paint. Yeah. Listen to my song. We wish yeah. you a Merry Christmas. Probably got a cattle prod, you know, like... <laughs> yeah. It was scary. It was, that, that, it was yeah. a mistake to actually do that, to put the fake part on. Exactly. You know, it, was. it was just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, so we can't trust anything coming out of there. We just... Uh, yeah. Anyway, we're going way point. too far on the soft power thing. But very last point is the amount of uh, pets that are being killed because of this. Mm. Um, now, this happens often. What will happen is China will say, hey, in this area, we need the animals off the street. Yes. So they'll come up with these ridiculous laws. Like if you don't have a registered breed and they have a list of breeds of dogs that you need to have. Yeah. If you don't have one of those, then we're going to kill your dog. And they'll yeah. often do it as an example in, in public on the yeah, street. Yeah, they kill. They, they beat the dogs. Whap yeah, them on, yeah, the, yeah. on the sidewalk, mm. poke them with stuff. So yeah, they bleed. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, now, um, because there was some rumors going around China that dogs could carry coronavirus. So I think, I think they've actually bridges. confirmed that, that animals can carry it. I think they have confirmed that animals cannot carry it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, then I'm... <laughs> Something we'll, we'll look into, but I'm pretty sure they can't. Yeah. Well, look, this whole pet thing in China is still new. Mm -hmm. um, it's not something that's been around for a very long time. Sure. When I say new, I mean it's been around for like decades now. But yeah, the yeah. thing is, it's still not a very new... It's not a big part of society it's to have a pet. No. Um, it's actually very strange how afraid many people are of dogs. Mm -hmm. And you've seen this, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. You're in, an, you're in an elevator, someone brings in their little poodle on Maybe a leash, dog, yeah. and you'll see like a middle-aged woman or something like, grab the child, like the grandchild, like, oh, yeah, you know, they'll yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. oh, you know, like they'll, right. they'll cringe into a corner. And I, I found that 
hilarious in the beginning. I was mm. like, what on earth is going on here? It's a poodle. What's it going to do? You know, like slobber on poodle you? Poodle all over you. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if it's a, a German Shepherd or something, sure. then that's that's maybe justified, or or a pit bull or something. You might be like, oh well, right, you know. But um, there is a fear of animals, yeah. or dogs especially, for some strange reason, right? In in the urban centers of China. But yes, the government really does crack down on these things. And I had a friend, a, a fellow expat, who I worked with, and he had a like a Labrador, you know, one of those yeah. typical golden retriever mm-hmm. type, you know, dogs you see in all the movies and stuff, and. Um, one of his neighbors in his complex complained to the local government because he used to walk it around downstairs. Right. It just took that one complaint and the government came in and they like forced him to give a, an explanation as to why he has mm. this dog. He had to like write letters why they should allow him to keep the dog. So that and, wasn't a registered breed or whatever? No, it was a bloody was. Labrador. You know, I didn't Lab- know if that was on the list. No, it was. But the okay. thing is because a neighbor had complained. Oh, okay, it was that. He had to go through all this rigmarole. It turned out in the end of the, at the end of the day, he actually had to leave that district of the city. And mm. if he didn't leave, they would destroy his dog. Sure, you know that was. They do it indiscriminately as well. Yeah, so it was a it was a pity. But you do often see big cleanouts where they go and kill all the stray dogs out yeah. in the street. Happened in Hangzhou most recently. Even right? dogs on leashes, you go out walking your oh, dogs, yeah. and they'll yeah. just come kill your dog. It does happen. You can read about it. It's horrible. But what's even more horrible is because of this virus. These rumors have been spreading very quickly mm. that pets can carry them. So you have people like voluntarily just throwing their pets out of their apartment windows, mm-hmm. you know, like 20 stories up, people killing their own pets. And, you know, also property management people killing other people's pets just because they don't want that. Fido can't fly, dude. It's look, it's it's tragic. And for anyone who cares about animals, it's sure, horrible. But, I you agree. know, remember, there are no laws against animal cruelty no. in China. That's correct. This is something that. You have to wrap your head around. Why is it that you see these horrible, sadistic things happening to animals in China all the time, like skinning them alive, burning Mm. them alive and stuff, the dogs and so on? It's because there are no laws against it. So, you know, you can't go... In a way. Well, I mean, that's one of the... It still happens. Of course, but I'm saying... If you saw it happen, you could report it. Sure. If you saw someone burning a dog alive sure. in America, you could report it. The guy oh, would get cool. arrested, yeah, yeah. right? Sure, sure. And that would discourage other people that from doing sense. the same thing. But in China, it doesn't matter. You do what you want. Free reign. So, oh, my dog might have a virus. Kill the damn thing, mm-hmm. you know? Throw it out the window. Yeah, it's pretty horrible. So, yeah, anyway, that's that's the last horrible note to end up on that. So, yes, super chat super chats. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that was getting dark. Uh, yeah. Leather Kid, oh, one. Thank you very much. And that's a pretty cool emoji. <laughs> Flying on a rocket. It's like yeah. a pear dude. Uh, Jimmy Volchik, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Nugent, thank you very much. You're amazing. Yeah. Uh, Christina Youngren, thank you. MSG, thank you so much. Mercio Miranda, appreciate that little fox for the trophy. Thank you. <laughs> nice. Mark on Films, uh, cheers, and screw the COVID creating party. I like that. CCP, COVID creating party. I like that. That's pretty yeah. brilliant, Mark. Yeah. Um, Jeremiah Johnson, money for supplies if uh, we all get have to batten down the hatches for a bit to slow the speed. Thanks for hard work. Uh, 300ZXTT versus 3000. Oh, yeah, I'd say the 3000 GT. Sorry, it just snapped down. Let yeah, me get back to Definitely 3000 GT. That's what I'd choose. VR4, thoughts from both of you guys. Yeah. Uh, I will also choose that because I don't really like the egg shaped 300. You you love it. But I, yeah, I do. I don't like, like the three, Nissan 300. Mm. Um, so 3000 GT VR4, all wheel drive. Cool. It's nice. Uh, people fighting in Australia over toilet paper, Jordan yep. T. Russo. You're going to see more of that. There's going to be like toilet paper barons, dude. Yeah. I'm calling it, yeah. dude. Now, honestly, like the, you, you should have prepared already if mm. you've been watching what we said. I, 
I've always been against this prepper thing. I find, you know, you get like those shows there's on preppers TV. preppers and there's preppers. I've always thought like, what the hell's wrong with these people? You know, like yeah, American preppers and they have like, like a good 10 years worth of food and rational, AR-15s rational, and stuff. Rational. And I'm like, these guys are just loony, you know, yeah. and that is loony. But actually, it it is a good idea to keep at least a couple weeks worth of tin food and stuff yeah. in the house. Why not? I think there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, what if there's a, a natural disaster, you know? Sure. It's always good to have a preparation. And so uh, for this virus thing, the only reason you'd pre- prepare is if the cases start to climb in your area, mm-hmm. um, then you could you could stay at home more. So, so you don't need to go out to do the shopping. Right, and to be honest, a lot of places around where we are in LA, yeah. they're, they've run out of tin food. They've run out of basic supplies like toothpaste and sure. medicines and stuff. I, I actually, I wanted to buy some Tums. There's okay. no Tums, right? Okay. So it was a good, it's a good idea, that if, you know, back when we did to buy all that stuff. Sure. It's not like we bought six years of stuff. No. Right? We didn't buy thousands of cans of food. We bought enough for like a month. Yeah. Right? A couple hundred dollars. You're going to eat it anyway. Yeah. You're going to use it. It's not stuff that you wouldn't normally use. Yeah, right? totally. Uh, so, yeah. Ralph, I'll do one more. This is Ralph. I approve of tit milk. Best wishes. And tit milk actually is the most nourishing thing for babies. I, yeah. And actually, a little aside, a lot of Chinese women uh, barely breastfeed. They'll yeah. like... Do it for like a week or two, and then they'll put chili sauce on their nipples so that the kid is averse to drinking oh, really? it. Because they don't want to feed the kid. They'll often dump it to the grandparents. Right. So right. they get formula and stuff, which is really bad. Yeah, yeah. look, I mean, I, I did find it kind of strange in, in China. The majority of, uh, you know, births are C-section. I think yeah. 70%. Is it 70? Wow. It's up to 70%. Wow. I mean, there's a couple of reasons for that, obviously. Mm. They want to avoid the pain of childbirth. Mm. Um, and also that they want it on a specific day. And, you know, right, kind of right, right. So there's a bunch of reasons for that. Now, that kind of shocked me a bit. But also, I also always wondered why they needed baby formula that much. But, yeah, I guess... You get it now. Because think about the kid. The mom goes back to work fairly quickly. Yeah, there's no yeah. maternity leave yeah, or anything, yeah, yeah. right? So the grandparents have to look after... The, the grandparents the don't tip yeah. milk. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that'd be gross. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay. Uh, should we go on to the next segment? Oh, we have tons of super. Ch- I'll do one more. Uh, okay. So sorry, JPN, my man. Uh, mandate of heaven donation. Thank you, Siri. Thank you. Okay, cool. All right, let's move on. Which of course is Guanxi Corner. This is where we talk about relationships, uh, whether they are personal or business or that is correct. whatever. This... Can you just make sure that our comments section we can see if there's any issues? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Okay, sorry. it looks good. All right. um, now you're going to trigger all the people to be like, it doesn't work. <laughs> Thank you for for you guys being honest for the last one. Go back so we can see in case it okay, happens again. Okay. <laughs> sorry, I just right, sorry. I don't want us to have the same repeat. Okay. So. Now this Guanxi corner, I'm not going to read it directly, and the reason being is that mm-hmm. I do not have necessarily have permission to do so. Uh, I don't know if I asked, so I'm just going to make it super general, but so it's gonna, like, very related. Paraphrase completely. Paraphrase okay. like right. I I don't I won't say where they're from or whatever. Right. Now this person, let's say he's from Australia, <laughs> even though. I He's okay. from Australia, okay? Right. Uh, he, his question was, it was very earnest, and it shocked me, and it made me really worried, and it actually almost inspired this entire episode. Okay. And he said, I want to go um, visit my wife, and I'm going to stay with her parents-in-law, not because he's going to work, not because he wants to visit, mm-hmm. because he's worried more about the coronavirus in the U.S., and the spread of it, and the all the media that his his wife has been telling him yeah that america can't handle it and it's going to be like murders in the streets and it's going to be crazy and everyone's going to die and all this kind of stuff and like america mm-hmm. can't contain it, it's going to spread fast yeah so he wants to go with her to stay in china for the time being to mm-hmm. ride it out and he earnestly asked me if that was a good idea yeah and i was just shocked to to think that this might be a public opinion that is more common than i had originally anticipated it is 
Yeah, it is. It is. You yeah. know, my my wife has been getting um, people asking her, "Well, like you're in America, oh, it's so unsafe there," and there's rumors that have been made up and then spread widely on uh, Chinese social media, like. All bullets have been sold out in America because mm. everyone's going out to buy bullets for their. Can guns. we preface this by saying it is absolutely a big deal in America? Yes, we're not we're not pulling this bullshit <laughs> that we've been course. seeing on the media where it's it's a hoax. You know, I'm just I'm incredibly disappointed as to how America's been dealing with this. For sure, you know, you would think that they would be a little bit better about this, about their quarantining and about the way they do things. However, you're also looking at it on a federal level. Right. There are states that are testing properly, doing right. it very well. There's right. Everyone has different medical care systems and stuff. There are certain areas that are dropping the ball. Anyway, yeah. it's a big deal here. Mm-hmm. We are not hoaxers. No, no, right? no, no, no. But ex- can you explain the mentality around someone that would actually earnestly ask a question like that? Well, I mean, here's the thing. The way China always deals, I should say the Chinese government, Communist yeah, Party. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I say China, I'm not talking about the people. I'm no. talking about the government. The way China always deals with any kind of crisis is to immediately shift blame elsewhere. Mm -hmm. It's the only way, and it's very easy, and it's Mm. tried and true. They Mm -hmm. do it all the time. When the Borshi Lai thing was going on in in China, while I was there, and it was big, and it was getting getting to a head, all of a sudden, oh, Diao Yu Dao Shi Zhong Guo, you know, like the... the, Diaoyu Island. Was a that maybe yeah. they don't know. Maybe yeah. you can explain it super quick. Well, basically, he was Xi Jinping's competitor. Sure. Um, massively rich, massively powerful. And he was becoming incredibly liked. Incredibly yes. liked. He and was then, much more populist. Yeah, of course. And so there was this huge scandal because his wife killed a British you know, investor or whatever, poisoned him. Um, and it started to really like reveal the, the level of corruption and bullshit that happens in the Chinese Communist Party. And as that started to come, like become a thing where everyone was talking about it immediately, they trumped up this whole crap about Japan is stealing our island, Islands, it's yeah. our island, and it became territory. national. It was so big that you would see on billboards, Diaoyu Diao Shi Zhongguo with a fist, you know, like the, the Diaoyu like Island meme now, belongs to... but it was to a real thing. People, people had bumper stickers. Yeah, bumper stickers, like the... Dude, I want a t-shirt. You know, Baidu, you know, Baidu.com or whatever. You go there, it's their main logo, you know, the, like the Google that Doodle. Was. It was like, the, the smash yeah. thing, right? All the restaurants would have it like on their signs, you know, where you're drawing chalk or whatever. It's yeah. just stupid. So everyone focused on that and they forgot about this massive corruption thing mm-hmm. going on in the government and that's what they do. So what do they do now? Look, things have been tough in China and I understand that because I have a lot of friends there and people that are telling me what it's like and it sucks to be trapped in your house, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It super sucks to be in the situation where you're unsure of your financial security because mm-hmm. you don't know what's happening with your job or your business because mm-hmm. things are shut down. Mm-hmm. Your kids can't go to school. Mm-hmm. You, it's a horrible situation to be in. So what the government's doing is they constantly feed them these stupid like narratives that things are worse elsewhere mm-hmm. because it makes you feel better about yourself, right? This isn't the first time, is it's, it? No, I mean, it's not. Of this, course not. Yeah. So that's the thing is they like, oh, in America right now, it's so unsafe. It's, it's so much worse in America than mm. in China. Everyone's panicking. And they're like, look, we dealt with it already. Everything's cool. We've got everything mm. under control. But there, it's just like nuts. It's insane. People are buying up all the bullets. You know, like they don't know what's going on. It's a big mess. It's, and so it's at the point now where my wife's 
ex-colleagues and friends and stuff are sending messages of concern. Mm. Oh, why are you there? It's so dangerous. Why don't you come back to China? Because it's safer here. It's, you know, we're, we've got it sorted out. You know, you mm. should come here because it's so much easier and so much better. It's so much cleaner over there. You're just going to get infected and people are going to shoot, shoot each right. other and stuff. Bullshit like that. And I understand why they do it and why it works. Right. But it's super insulting too. Mm. It's super insulting that they're actually pushing this. And we've been seeing a lot of the um, CCP apologists and so on are saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. Look, we stuck to our quarantine. Everything's been sorted out now. We can't let people come in from other countries because they're going to bring the virus into China. Why does anyone believe that it's the the virus is not still transmitting throughout China? I guess we'll see in a month or two after people are back at work, right? Mm. It's it's odd to me. It's very Uh, odd to me. I mean, look, at at the end of the day, quarantining people... Forcing this kind of big quarantine that's been going on in, in the cities, of course it's effective. And it is going to slow it down to a big degree. Sure, right? not but, completely. But the thing is, I think that they're celebrating too early. I feel yeah, like it, yeah. it needs to be extended a little longer to make sure. sure that it's burnt out. Because if you suddenly just say, oh, it kind of looks okay and get everyone back to work, um, inevitably you're going to have people... Um, but we won't know about it. Yeah, that's, that's the worst thing. Is that, Yeah, like people say, we'll see, like I just said, right? But yeah. guess what? They already claim victory, so it's over. There, yeah. You won't see any more media about it. Yeah. You know, one thing that I want to say to that guy's email mm-hmm. um, and that guy's message, because I've received similar things, is mm-hmm. don't do it. Don't go no, back no. to China. Do you know I why? Your question. Number one, unnecessary travel. If you're going to go get on an airplane of people going back to China, going to China. Poor idea. Yeah. The chances of you coming across a situation where someone on the plane is a carrier is quite high. Mm. You know what I mean? Because the people that are traveling back to China probably um, traveled out of China recently or have their relatives in China, etc., who may have visited right. them. You never know. It's just a little bit of a higher risk than if you were to travel to like Ethiopia or mm. something. The thing is, you're going to be in the plane for like 11, 12, 13 hours or whatever it is. So you're going to be exposed potentially. Mm. So that's not something you want to do. Plus, now they are implementing quarantines in China. So mm-hmm. when you do arrive in China, um, you will You'll have be to be quarantined. So I, and again, not tinfoil hat. I really think it's much worse than people are making out. Absolutely. Yeah. Or at least your risk is higher to, to get it. Yeah, so just don't do just it. Just don't do it. Stay, 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 stay home, w- stay safe. That's the thing. You know? Wherever you are right now, and it doesn't matter which country, because, you know, um, South Africa, too, they've yeah. got like, what, seven confirmed cases or whatever. Right. And of course, that's way less than what they're saying, because so, the South African health system has gone to shit. Um, and of course, they don't have the facilities to test properly and so on. Mm-hmm. So if it's in South Africa and it's in, you know, Senegal, it's in every, every corner of the world right now, it doesn't matter where you live. It's going to be around. So you just have to take extra precautions. Mm -hmm. And the best thing you can do is to go out into public less. Mm -hmm. Okay? Go out and travel less just until it blows over. Because then you won't expose yourself. You're not going to magically get it by sitting in your house. No. You know, unless you've got a neighbor who coughs into your window. You probably have a yard, too. You can, like, get some fresh air. Sure. Think about quarantine in China. You're going to be in an apartment. Yeah, that's, that's that sunny. is a massive difference. You yeah. don't have like suburban neighborhoods that no. you can just walk around in and chill. No. So yeah, just be careful, guys. Just be careful. All right, are uh, we going to do some super chats? Yes. Okay. Uh, Kevin Cleese, we have a very short world news, so we can rip through some of these. Okay. Uh, Kevin Cleese, you demand. Uh, I'm 62 and feel embarrassed saying that. Why would you be embarrassed about being 62? I'm going to be 62 someday. I'm pretty much 62 already. Minus 20. Two years or something? Yeah, is that is that what it is? Yeah, I'm almost forty. Oh, okay, almost forty, guys. Big four. We're gonna have to big have a big celebration where I'll drink forty beers for turning forty. 
I think you'll die, dude. You're too old for that. Remember when I drank 60 beers for 60,000 subscribers? Or I was there. Yeah. <laughs> was I did ridiculous. it with you. Yeah, that's true. Was, I was there, right? I think you were yeah, for that yeah, one. Oh, yeah. you were there for the 30 beers. Oh, okay. Either way, it's the stupidest thing I've you ever drank done. drank 60? Yeah, but it was like so stretched out of like a whole oh, day. Oh, okay. That's you go, you go to the bathroom a lot. Of course. Your bladder's like, stop. The 31 is where we sat down and drank. We just did it at dinner. Actually at drank dinner. 30 like pints. Yeah, of, pints of Asahi. Yeah, never again. That was a very bad idea. Never. We were young back then, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my box, screenings from Norway. Uh, did China say home quarantine doesn't work? Is that because of how the virus works or because people would go outside anyway? Yeah, um, look, that that's something that... Um, Something that's not actually being pointed out a lot here mm. is that the Chinese populace is a very disobedient populace. Mm. Okay, that's what we're trying to cover. Why do you think that they have to weld people and into their homes mm-hmm. and do these draconian sort of uh, uh, quarantine situations Lack where they force people into these places and lock them down and don't? It's let a gray people... area legal system. It's They're just used to it. It's just because yes, China is the kind of place that there are so many laws, mm-hmm. but they're never enforced mm-hmm. because it's impossible. It's such a big um population so don't use the population argument well okay with that big population with that style of government yeah with that style of government so basically what happens is when you're told don't do this people will still do it Mm -hmm. because they're very disobedient sure no one's going to stop me i'm either i'm either too arrogant or i'm not educated enough or you know i've got some other issue where i just don't care right or i feel jilted or whatever so i'll just go do it anyway you're not allowed to have a you sell your food on the street there. That's the rule. Doesn't matter. I need to make a living. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. And so it happens. So when the government says, stay at home, mm-hmm. don't go outside, they're like, screw you. I'll do what I want. Exactly. That's why you have all the, the this effort to like force people. Whereas if you live in a, a more high trust society. Taiwan. Yeah. Which is the same people, same mm-hmm. culture, same background, you know. People will listen to that. They're like, okay, we have to quarantine, self-quarantine. Yes, we'll do it. And of course, you'll get bad eggs everywhere. Of course, but look at the spread there compared to yeah. mainland China. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. They they only had to self-quarantine. It was yeah. up to them. Yeah. In mainland China, you will always see people breaking the rules. Mm. It, there'll be a sign that it says no smoking. Mm-hmm. Someone's smoking. Of course. People smoking in the elevators and stuff. It happens a lot. So the the frequency of people disobeying the laws is much higher in china Mm -hmm. than it is Mm -hmm. in most other countries because the repercussions don't exist no and it sucks for the moral characters in china Mm. that have to put up with that because that's what spreads the bad stuff absolutely right yeah anyway yeah uh chunky cheese sea milk comes off as a jerk sorry man i don't need that negativity well guess what chunky cheese (laughs) join me in the ball pit we'll play some arcade games share a pizza dude fun can I tell them my Chuck oh, E. Cheese? Oh, yeah, dude. So I just got to America, and I, I didn't know about, like, what's the difference between Domino's. By the way, and... this is the hardest I've ever laughed in my life. Yeah. So I got DoorDash for the first time, and yeah. I was like, I'd had, you know, have you ever had that situation where you've been drinking, and you've had a bunch of beers and stuff, and you really need food, you're hungry. Oh, yeah. Right? Thank everyone. So I whip out DoorDash, and I'm like, pizza, I want a pizza. I'm in America. Americans eat pizza. So I'm like, Chuck E. Cheese. I'm like, cheese. It's got to have cheese. It's got to be a pizza. Awesome. So I choose Chuck E. Cheese. And I was admittedly pretty drunk at the time. Um, and I was like, I need everything. So it's like, what toppings do you want? And I selected every single topping. <laughs> okay. Without even knowing. And I just ordered. It was a $60 pizza. <laughs> and it was like this big. It wasn't even... It was like normal. It was this big. Because it it's for children. It cost $60. <laughs> and it just tasted like salt. I'm it, ju- why does Chuck E. Cheese do DoorDash? I don't know, but literally, it tasted like I was eating a pile of salt. 
piled up with this crap and it cost sixty dollars of this big worst pizza I've ever had. My I, I was visiting my parents, right? Yeah. It was around Christmas time, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you sent me these voice messages and you're kinda like, Why is Chuck E. Cheese so shit? You're yeah. like, it's just like salt and you're kinda yeah. tipsy. Yeah, I wouldn't say you're super drunk. You're no, tipsy. no, no, no. And you're like, I got everything on it. It ended up being $60, like the worst pizza I've ever had. And I was like doubled over in my living yeah. room. My mom's like, what's wrong with you? I just yeah. can't believe that a 39-year-old man ordered from a children's pizza place. <laughs> actually, like a ball pit. Yeah, like I didn't even arcade. know. The, it was just so innocent and so funny. I just um, don't understand why they would let me actually order that. Cause people are confused about the, the price. It's because he got like 50 toppings. I got every single topping. Because you know in the DoorDash app, you can choose... You know, how many toppings you can... Imagine the people at Chuck I literally cheese. said, like, extra cheese, and then <laughs> more extra cheese, and then I want this sausage, whatever, whatever, right. whatever. And I went through everything. Every single checkbox I could check, I how checked. How thick was it? It was just, like, this gross... It was brown in color. It was this gross brown <laughs> turd of a thing that was about this big. Anyway, I just thought I'd uh, throw that in there. He knows that... He shouldn't order from children's places. Well, I didn't know it's a children's place. I know, place. yeah. Now I, I know. just because you grow up going to Chuck E. Cheese when you're right. a little kid. See, to me, I just think of this giant anthropomorphic mouse. <laughs> you know? I'm looking like, forward to uh, taking my daughter to a Chuck E. Cheese when she's old enough. Then I'll have the real experience rather than a sixty dollar ten inch pizza that tastes like salt. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Douglas Hull, Winnie yeah. the Flu, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Mike Huter. Thank oh, cool. You. Uh, catching you guys live for a change. Here's some Modelo monetization money. Thank That's you. Right. This, thank you. We're going to wait a long time before we drink them, but thank you. Yeah, thank you so uh, much. Glad you're still pushing on and making the content you feel you need to make. Thank yeah. you. Uh, Hans Mulworth, one, two, three, four, five. Thank you. I want to thank you both for your courage and keep the information flowing. It's so sad to see the country, which we all fell in love with at one point or another, deteriorate so rapidly now under the CCP. Stay awesome, guys. Absolutely. Again, I, I just want to reiterate that as... Um, Wow, it's a it's it's a tough position to be in, mm. uh, especially since in the beginning of my videos, I just wanted to show the world how amazing China mm. was, the growth, the way it was opening up, and how fantastic it was. It was exciting, and I haven't fallen out of love with China at all. No, you know, but what I have fallen out of love with is the government, mm. which I never really particularly liked in the beginning. Of course, but it wasn't that but intrusive when, for us. Yes, when you when you were seeing it open up and mm -hmm. you were seeing that they actually seem to have the right idea right and making sure that everybody's life was improving including the idea of foreigners being able to actually finally kind of move in there and, and things would be okay when you see it just go backwards the way it has and so and you understand it you start to understand it more and when you can speak the language and you can right. really see what's going on you you realize just how bad it's getting and how much worse it is and then you start to really see the things that you thought before were good you just observed, you observe the way people behave and stuff. You start to see the reasons behind that are not good, mm. if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's incredibly dis disappointing. So thank you. Yes, I've still fallen in love with China, but I can't stand what the government has done to the country. Speaking for, for us both. Mm. Uh, okay, last point. Uh, mm -hmm. Get on to the last segment there. Okay, so last segment we have is, of course, World of View, where we talk about everything out in the world, specifically to do with China. This actually does have to do with the world. Now, unfortunately, yeah. uh, the way that the global economy has worked is put the authority and major manufacturing process of medicines yeah. in the hands of mainland China, yeah. which means that if China's shipments are cut off or there are not people manufacturing them, then we in other countries do not get medicine. Right? Yeah. Now, we actually planned this topic a little while ago and as to why that's so bad, because with things like antibiotics and stuff that you need for 
you know, bacterial infections sure. and like stuff people might be getting sick, mm. um, stuff that you normally have easy access to might not be there. Uh, they are doubling their efforts into domestic manufacture, and that just happened today. There was some address that came out, yeah, which is going to be good. It will take a while though. Yeah, but that decoupling absolutely. is necessary, especially for necessities like medicine. I honestly think that it's always a bad idea to have all your eggs in one basket, for no sure. matter what you do, no, no matter how who you deal with. And this has really laid bare some of the shortcomings of this whole global supply chain idea. Right. I mean, like, yeah. I'm in I, global trade is fantastic, but unfettered trade with communist dictatorships yes. or authoritarian countries will bite you in the ass in some way, shape, or form. Correct. So it's not that, that, that global trade is completely to blame. It's when the U.S. and all these countries completely put 100% of their manufacturing capabilities into China's hands, yeah. then whines and says, hey, they stole all our technology, and now we can't do anything without them. Dude, I mean, do you understand how how bad this situation is? Because right now we've seen uh, this this virus right. has you know, presented the situation where certain essential goods like medicines just will run dry yeah, because they're yeah. not manufacturing them at the moment. But when you're dealing with a country like China, they could use that as uh, like leverage and oh, blackmail. Sure. They could say, oh, if you don't do this, we're just going to stop sending you your drugs. Right. Or, hey, what if a war breaks out? They'll right. be like, well, we're just going to not send you all the medicine that you need to keep your army going. Right. Because, you know, it's just great leverage. So it's just a it's a bad idea all around. Why not diversify a little bit? You know, correct. Correct. Mm -hmm. All right, let's finish up with all our questions. Okay, please. You're going to run our little animation? Uh, we have a little animation? Yeah, for our questions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. What am I saying? It's our Q&A time where we answer your questions. We've been doing that the whole time, <laughs> but we're going to rattle through the rest of them. I appreciate Correct. you guys. Again, if you guys are just joining, this is the only way we are able to monetize this. So for the fact that you guys are actually donating. Yeah, anyone who's fantastic. given us super chats, thank, thank you. you very much. It, it helps tremendously. Because uh, on this the podcast channel, the last four podcasts have been demonetized. Yeah, last six or seven videos for us. Yes, on our, on our channel. So we are just basically running on our savings at the yes. moment. We've been, uh, you know, living and paying rent because of what we've saved. So luckily, we have some savings. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. go away eventually. <laughs> yeah, that, at the same time, I don't want to be bullied into not talking about. Absolutely this. not. That's the no. thing. Is it's too. It's it too is important. kind of bullying too. It's too important because the amount of BS that's going on around right. the world right. right now, we have to counter it in some way. Yeah, for sure. You know? We're not going to stop. No. We have to at least try our best to get a different perspective out For there. For sure. Uh, Christina Youngren. Uh, yeah. China sending money and experts to Italy to help is being lauded online, twisting the narrative. Yeah, like like sure. we said earlier. Yeah, that I mean, is... if you want experts, send it, Send the Taiwanese experts. Oh, wait, you can't because you didn't let them into the WHO. Yeah. Send in the South Korean experts. Oh, wait. What no, about China. when this was just starting and the news was just getting out and the American scientists and CDC and stuff were like... We want to send experts to help. And like, China no, was like, nope. No. no. And then they Stonewall say, Stonewall them the whole time. America didn't help us. Yeah. Then they say, here's $20 million we're going to send to America for aid after America sent like $100 million, but there's no publicity of it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> we don't need publicity. Shut no. up, China. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, mm. Ole said, thanks for all the info, guys. Keep up the good work. Thanks, man. Sure. Uh, Karina Santoyo, thank you. Josema Fernandez Barreras, uh, hi dudes, thanks for all information here in Spain. Now the situation is on the bad way. Really worried about it. Yeah, yeah. you guys are very close to Italy. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be bad. I'm not gonna beat around. I'm not gonna bullshit. It's mm. gonna be bad everywhere. Yeah. Um, F. Someone made a virus theme over COVID's map, but it steals your password and Bitcoin wallet. So I wonder who made it. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I didn't That's hear strange. about that. I'll have to look into yeah. it. 
George Crosswaith Iyer. Guys, thank you for doing what you're doing. Please keep it up. I know you guys aren't virologists, but how would you rate the U.S.'s response to the epidemic out of 10 so far, all things considered? It's tough. Like a four? It's tough. I'd say four. The infrastructure is there, yeah. but I do not, like I said, and I, I think this is a huge issue that other countries, I'm not defending America. Sure. Huge issue that other countries have is they look at America like a, it's it's the national government's job to do this. They look at Trump and they say, oh, an executive order needs to be made, all this kind of stuff. They re, they refuse to understand that there's very local localized situations sure. that will be much better prepared yeah. and much worse prepared. Mm. Uh, if you look at the whole hurricane situation, mm. it was a disaster and it, that area was very ill equipped to deal with a situation sure. like that whereas another area might have been fine yeah right um yeah i guess if you're just gonna blanket do it i'll say a four i do think things will get better uh, not because the who just made it a global pandemic but because it's just become the highlight news of everything so it can put this idea into people's minds and i'm not saying that it's the it is the government's responsibility to deal with it but i think that people will be more apt to be better prepared by themselves sure right to be responsible and moral about this. i think th there is a big distinction there and in the beginning i thought that america was dealing with it correctly by mm. limiting travel from mm. china by quarantining mm. people that they'd uh, you know like gotten out of mm -hmm. wuhan and flew them back and that the has done well yeah so i thought those steps were being you know done correctly but then the failure to do proper testing, the failure yeah. to take this seriously, mm -hmm. to constantly keep believing what the WHO said mm -hmm. and to not be transparent with the numbers and, you know, this whole thing about privacy and stuff, I get it. But I think they really dropped the ball and screwed up that golden period where they could have really kept it going. For sure. Um, and you can point the blame wherever you want, but at the end of the day, actions speak louder than words mm -hmm. and they've done a poor job. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I, I think the one saving grace about America is that people are, have a, a better education when it comes to germ, mm. germs and stuff. For instance, when uh, I went to Costco with my wife, they actually had a guy lining up the shopping carts. We call them trolleys in South Africa. And he had those disinfectant wipes. And he was wiping down the handles, wiping everything down, mm. and then passing it to the next person. Mm -hmm. And then wiping everything down, passing it. And in the food court, they even had those things everywhere for people to wipe their own hands, wipe down your utensils and stuff. That kind of thing... Um, people understand why yes, it's necessary. Yeah. The because, building block's already there. Yeah. Also, the fact that you don't have so many people tightly packed together yes, is a it. huge godsend. Now, whether or not... I mean, that's not intentional, obviously, but no. it means that the spread is going to be less likely because you don't... In China, unless you've lived there, you don't understand just how densely packed right. the cities are. Right. And everywhere you go, you're within a foot of people. You mm. know, you're always passing by people... You're standing in the subway. You've mm -hmm. got people surrounding you. Buses, they're literally pushing mm -hmm. up against you like sardines. They're, you don't have that personal space mm -hmm. thing. And then on top of that, you've got these very bad hygiene habits like spitting in mm -hmm. public, the children urinating mm -hmm. and defecating in public, um, people blowing snot rockets and things like that, which I've got plenty of video proof. Sure. Um, for people who keep telling me I'm over-exaggerating, it's, it's actually just a fact. Right. But... I think the education, people understand how the, viruses and germs The building are, blocks yeah. of society are there. People are not yeah. going to be malicious about it. Mm. Uh, people understand that they should keep themselves clean and avoid spreading it. Um, I think people will take it upon themselves. Let's say they're they're running a, an organization. They'll cancel events. They'll yeah. do things like yeah. this. It will be a, a grassroots thing in a way. And that's kind yeah. of how America is, to yeah. be honest. And I mean, look, there's tons of germophobes here as well. 
Even yeah. before I came to America, I used to laugh at the American expats who'd always carry little hand sanitizers mm-hmm. with them. And, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I'd be like, come on, guys, it's a bit much. But, mm-hmm. you know. Now you get it. No. <laughs> uh, your audio is screwed up. Trust us. No, oh, thank that you. was that from earlier. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Capitalism, Entertainment, and Technologies. Thank you. Sound bad. Not a bot. Thank you. Guys, audio is way off. Thank you. <laughs> Keep yeah. it up. Uh, it was only one minute or less. Thank Ears you. stop bleeding. Thank you. Okay. Ah, I hate yeah, this look, stupid snap. Thing. We apologize for that. Um, we'll make sure that doesn't happen in future, if possible. It's probably OBS. It's a pretty janky piece yeah, of software. Yeah. Um, just want to say thank you for all the interesting content on your different channels. Keep up the good work. I appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. Uh, hi, guys. This is Tom. I'm a student from the Netherlands. As of today, Dutch universities cancel all lectures mm-hmm. uh, until April due to the coronavirus. How do you think the virus will develop in European countries? Well, you know, the thing is with uh, a lot of European countries, especially in that Schengen area, mm. you don't really have borders to cross. So no. people can freely drive around and move around. And so sure. the possibility of it spreading is large. Right. Um, right. And that's an issue. Once again, it's up to you to take your own personal responsibility. You have to be responsible. Right. And I think if you just use common sense, you can avoid this. I agree. Mm. I'll mirror that. Yeah. Uh, Madgill Design, thank you. Uh, Jordan, why does the CCT, CCP do nothing about animal cruelty? There's no prerogative to Yeah, why? There's why? no reason. There's, no one cares. Yeah. Very few people care, I should say. Yeah. Uh, Deanne Chapman, Australia declared a pandemic two weeks before the WHO did. Well, good on Australia. That's good. And I think it's about time we stop putting our trust in these uh, organizations, organizations like the WHO. I agree. Because it's just too easy for them to, you know be led astray for sure you know and we've take seen, it upon yourselves make your own preparation make your own decisions yeah. because the media's out there we've right. we've seen in this crisis just how bad the who has reacted and just how badly they're controlled by the chinese government mm-hmm. mm. uh peter cruz lived in shenzhen from 2013 to 2017 used to perform at a bar yeah i wonder if we'll ever cross if we ever cross paths keep up the great work maybe peter cross oh yeah i mean i i went there during mm-hmm. that time so did i yeah interesting julie warren do you think the u.s will have more cases than china thank you so much for your info i mean more cases absolutely not now but, whether but, they'll be reported or not but, <laughs> but that's that's a different story it's like on paper maybe yeah yeah perhaps the the u.s will report more cases once they get their their reporting yeah, yeah. and their their well, test kits the test, and stuff test kits are are getting bigger and bigger yeah, yeah. We'll so the more people that get tested the more positives you're going to get obviously that's how these things mm-hmm. work so if you look at the uh, when it's all said and done if you look at the score sheet uh potentially yeah, yeah. guess what it means nothing no of course uh Eugenie, 50 years ago chinese famine only affects chinese now the coronavirus affects the whole world yeah i mean it's true look here here's the thing though the, the horrible things that happened in china were absolute human tragedies mm-hmm. and it's it's nothing to ever look at and say, you know, oh, it only happened to them. It's a terrible thing to happen to humanity. I, I don't think most people use that logic. Mm-hmm. I think that that was a CCP's rhetoric is like we that happened in our country. That was our Chinese people. It's none of your business. Well, the CCP can say we caused that. Ha ha. Yeah, because they, they did. Yeah, they did. They, they did, did cause that yeah. through those stupid policies. Um, Murder. Yeah, it's terrible. Thing is. We're we're a connected world. We have to deal with these things. The, mm. the the thing that is very important is that when you are affecting other people, it's it's kind of like if I have the flu, but I don't tell any of my friends, mm-hmm. and we go out and we eat hot pot or something, or we eat some kind of a dish where everyone's touching. All you the just food. don't mention it. Yeah, and I just don't tell anyone mm. about it. And then only after we've all eaten, I kind of like, oh, by the way, guys, I I have the raging flu, but I just didn't want to spoil our evening. That's irresponsible, and. You shouldn't be my friend anymore. No, no. And that's what China did, mm-hmm. okay, is they knew that this was a big problem and they allowed it to spread without letting anyone know. And they tried to keep it under wraps. 
Right. And this is the kind of thing we have to avoid in the future. It doesn't matter which country it starts from. Right. But we can't have this if right. we're going to be a global sort of uh, situation here. You know I what I mean? I agree. Uh, J.A., hello world. Uh, Dr. Don, in India, 73 cases have been confirmed. One died by, I think, it and didn't finish the message. But uh, India, that's going to be a nightmare. It's going to be awful. I've been to India. I've traveled around India. And... Um, I know that the the hygiene conditions there are the same as China, worse in many cases, mm. the way things go. Um, and so it, the potential for it to spread is massive. Right. So let's just hope it doesn't get out of hand. Gail Mipson, Simil, how do you like the Yamaha XSR900? Is it yours? Anyway, have fun with this awesome machine. It is mine. It is my first actual awesome owned legal motorcycle. Yeah, real bike. <laughs> real bike. Uh, I love it. I absolutely love it. It's brutal if you want it to be. It's pretty tame if you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Different power modes and stuff. I always leave it on the good one. The fast one, but I always turn yeah. on traction control so it doesn't um, slip but, out. But it's a brutal bike. But when we rode, we rode one day. Um, thousand. We did a thousand miles in our whole trip. Right? Yeah, but in one day we did four hundred something. Four hundred miles. miles? Mm. That was one of the worst days of my life. It's insane. I mean, it was so bad. Because I've got the the Kawasaki um, mm. Z nine hundred RS, which is kind of equivalent. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, we, we they're made to compete against. They're each other. kind of the same bike, right? You know, slightly different, but that was terrible it took me like two days to recover Dude, my ass was, was still sore me too man yeah. it was so bad and those then, are not long distance bikes and there's no windshield there's on no those windshield things. so when you're bikes when you're going like 80 miles an hour on the highway which in some parts of the states you have to in order mm. to keep up with the traffic and stuff um you're getting buffeted all around yeah. and it's getting stressful genius. and then when it gets dark it's freezing cold yeah that was a uh, but they're great bikes for like. I love them. They look cool. You're gonna do fast. like a hundred mile ride. That's totally perfect. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Anything more than that? Whoops. No. Yeah. Lore Spade. Uh, make sure you're subscribed, guys. I was not and missed the first hour. I'll throw this out there. Yeah. Um, you, me, mm-hmm. ADV podcast, ADV China, getting a lot of messages these days. They're like, went to go check your video. Saw I was unsubscribed. Sure. If you guys are massive, cool, awesome fans and followers and stuff, <laughs> and you want to watch our stuff, make sure you are subscribed. This is just part of YouTube, by the it way. Is. Um, and I actually think it's... I think it might be a glitch. I don't know. It, it's probably something that uh, is more common amongst people that talk about controversial subjects. You think so? Because, like, you Maybe. know, there there um a lot of, uh, like, CTB apologists who completely... They com- constantly complain about this. That's oh, true. Oh, YouTube is unsubscribing right, me because right. I'm pro-China. I'm yeah, and they're, they're actually you know? trying to make a class action lawsuit right now yeah, against yeah. YouTube. Yeah, if they're pro-China, then you, they get in unsubscribed. Whoa, yeah. what about us? Yeah, we're not exactly pro, are we? We're not exactly <laughs> anti either. We're somewhere in the middle, but we get yeah. unsubscribed all the time. So it's just a YouTube thing. But thank you for bringing that up. We thank do you. appreciate it. Reminds that, everyone. We do appreciate that you uh, care about being subscribed. Appreciate thank you. It. Mm. Michael, uh, love the real news you guys put out. Thank you. Uh, Matthew Dory, Chuck E. Cheese should be named. Should, should name, name that pizza after you. Yeah, yeah. The, the serpents at a special. Serpents at a special. Just call it the salt pizza. The salt pizza. I've never had that much you salt. I feel like my entire body was desiccated. You know. You probably got like, kidney failure. Looked like a freaking Egyptian mummy by the end of eating that. You know. <laughs> had to drink liters of water. <laughs> yeah, this guy says uh, this end is near. Beware! They should have sent him like a thousand tokens. What's that for? <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese oh, use tokens know. in all the games. Oh really? You get they got games. Them. That's what Chuck E. Cheese is. It's not about food. It's not a restaurant. I really want to go check out Chuck E. Cheese, but if you totally you would look weird. like a freaking creepo. Yeah, I know. I'd have to I'd have to go. You can go with this. me if I take my daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got scared though. She got lost in the maze. She's oh, really? like just screaming. I like looked at her. She's in this like window. She's like ah, and I kept too big to get up there. Right? I don't even know what you're talking about. This it's sounds a big like room a fantasy playland full of arcade machines. Yeah. That's awesome. big things where you climb up and mazes and stuff. A ball pit. You know what a ball pit is? Yeah, I know what a ball pit. Okay. Is. 
and then games where you like throw balls and stuff, and then it gives you tickets. You use those tickets to get prizes, stuff okay. the animals, video game machines, that kind of I, stuff. I get right? the general idea then. Yeah. When you're done, sometimes you eat pizza. It's oh. not a restaurant, right? There's a refreshment oh. stand. Oh, so I thought it was a restaurant with like maybe a couple of things. That is time. incorrect. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. That's now, why you, now, now you know why it's so weird. Right? Why you're like, yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, why do you guys choose to live in California? We love California. It's really awesome. Get a lot of California haters, but it's beautiful I, weather. I um in 2016, I I did a road trip across America, and I started in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I went from Arizona to San Diego. Mm-hmm. From San Diego, I went all the way up the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of went inland and I basically went all the way to New York to meet yep. you for that Christmas. That's right. And then I went back a different route. Mm-hmm. So I got to see, um, I'd say most of the states, mm-hmm. at least like, I don't know, 30 odd states, 30, 36 odd states or whatever. And the one place that stood out in my mind as being the best was California. Mm-hmm. And it's just because of the um, the weather, the mm-hmm. scenery, the beach, the, the choices, vibes. food. I mean, it's everything. But don't get me wrong. Every single state that I went through, I enjoyed the hell out of. Of course. Oklahoma was awesome. I got right. a friend there. I loved Oklahoma. I, I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me here. Um, My grandpa's from Oklahoma. Shout out. Alabama. All these places I went through that, where most people say, oh, you don't want to go there. It's like flyover state. I actually thought it was fantastic. It's a different I've, experience. I found a different charm in every single place. I but agree. without a doubt, you know... You grow up watching Hollywood movies and you always see like those palm trees sure, and like open sure. top convertible cars right. and, you know, driving down the like next to the ocean on the strip or whatever. And it's like that in real life. Mm, Why really would you is. not want to live there? No, if it's, you, it's, awesome. it's it's incredibly expensive. And yes, it's tough to scrape by living mm. in an expensive place like this. But, you know, but you don't have to live in luxury. You can no, enjoy it. Right? No. And we found really like, you know, if you live in L.A., there are some areas like where we live where it's not that expensive. <laughs> yeah. And which Compared is not to other places. We've yeah. Been. Which which is not great. But, uh, you no. know, at least we're not too far away from the beach, like mm-hmm. 25 minutes, yeah. half an hour drive. We can get to get to the sea. And um, it's still a beautiful place. So it is. that's why we, we moved to California. As for me, I actually grew up in California. Yeah, yeah. you were born uh, here or in, something, right? In North, Northern California. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Just coming home, I could say. Yeah. Uh, Duke Vane, keep mm. up the good work. Uh, what could the CCP do to earn your respect? Step down. Uh, turn into a, a free republic? I'll, I'll tell you what, like, I, I, wouldn't, I would love for them to step down, but if they could accept responsibility for their mistakes. They won't. That's, it's impossible. I know it's impossible, but, like, if they were to just do that, you know... It would, it would fragment if that happened. Th- think about it like this. You know South Africa had apartheid, right? Everybody knows that was bad and it was shit. Right. Imagine it was the same apartheid government now. Right. People right. would have a completely different... Don't forget, that's something that we all forget, is that the same government, the same CCP mm-hmm. that was there during the Great Leap Backwards mm-hmm. and the Cultural Devolution where people, millions of people starved mm-hmm. to death. It's the same people. Right. It's the same government. Right. Nothing has changed. Where you can look at South Africans and say, oh, it had a dark history. It had a bad government and stuff. But they don't have that same government no, anymore. No, it's gone. So now it's the ANC yeah. or whatever. So, you know, you can't point at the ANC and say, like, look, you guys suck because of apartheid because it's not their fault. They're done. No. no. Right? No. But with the CCP, you can point you a can. finger and say, like, look, you suck because you murdered students at the Tiananmen Square massacre. You uh, caused famine because of your stupid policies. You killed all the sparrows. What the hell's wrong with you? These are the same people. And some of the people that were around during that time are still in the government. Yes. Look at Jiang Zemin and stuff. The right. dude's like Jiang Shemin. He's like a zombie. <laughs> you know? 
Like people like that. Yeah. Seriously, why is it that people can't understand that these are the same people that caused these atrocities? It's right. the exact same people. So if they could stand back and say, like, yeah, you know what? We totally screwed up. Yeah, Tiananmen I, Square was terrible. We'll never do it again. Honestly, I blame social media because if you read an opinion on social media, I love social media. I love I love yeah, the internet. But yeah. if you read an opinion for, that comes from China, you just immediately assume that everyone's on the same playing field. Yeah, sure. And you don't. A lot of people like to conveniently forget about history. It's very yeah. recent history. It's very people recent still history. disappear. Yeah. People still get tortured. There is absolutely no freedoms in China other than what they let you do. Right, basic day to day stuff. Why doesn't Xi Jinping come out and say, look? I'm really sorry about what my uh, colleagues did Cohorts, during yeah. the 1989 Tiananmen Square massacre. We shouldn't have we killed should learn those from innocent this. students. This is a new era. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna be a little bit more transparent. In the future. But nope, let's just oh. deny that it even happened. And if anyone talks about it or tries to make a stink, let's arrest them and make them disappear. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that these are the same people. Right. I mean, if you look at a billboard of all the Chinese leaders, you'll see them everywhere. There's yeah. Mao and Xi. He's on yeah. the same billboard. Yeah, Mao Zedong's right there. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Uh, Cairo, I'm in the middle of traveling all 48 inland states for work. I did that very same thing. I'm prepared because I got my supplies uh, with you guys, brought it to my attention. Thank you. That's That's awesome. Good Good job, job, job. Cairo. Uh, Welcome to die. (laughs) Okay. ADV podcast question. It seems like the CCP is trying to sell out their way of fighting Wuhan virus. Now CHO is announcing a pandemic. It seems like a giant. Yes. Now, that's the thing, is that if you use China as the poster child example of how to deal with it, like apparently what Italy is doing, inviting sure. these experts and stuff, sure. that's a detriment to everyone around the world because I don't think that you know medical experts are dumb enough to fall for these like sure. really shit means of dealing with it. But it's kind of the precedent, and it's a bad precedent to have. These are the same people that refused expert help from outside right. in the beginning, and right. now they're trying to send their expert out help uh, help mm. out. Um, it's it's just silly. Anyway, right. let's let's move on to the next one. Here's some five guys. On, have some five guys on me, guys. That's awesome, with Chris. I appreciate it. You two. Can, can I get in and out instead? Well, you could get like five in and outs for the price of one five guys. But yeah, actually, that sounds wicked bad if you put that sentence together. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Okay. All right. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. You two kept me entertained while I was back home in the Philippines last month. Welcome to California, too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very uh, much. Dan- Danny says, good job. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Twisted lemon, lemoniscate. Uh, a co-worker of mine is married to a Chinese woman and was told that her that the virus started in By the her. U.S. By yeah. her, sorry. Uh, the virus has started in the U.S. He's not 100% convinced, but his confusion on the issue showed me how crazy the spread of the Absolutely, and this yeah. is something we're going to see more and more, mm-hmm. is they're going to keep pointing fingers to the U.S., mm. that this virus came from the U.S., and it's incredibly insulting. Right. Um, kind of like that pizza. <laughs> That's just salt. That's just us. You are assaulted. Yes. I Tom was. O'Connell, keep it up. Thank you. Uh, Mark Krampitz. <laughs> I like that name. <laughs> Thanks for all the useful information. It's a pleasure. Uh, sick lid. Save America. Vote Democrate. Well, I don't know what Democrate is, mm. but that's up to you. It's everyone's choice. Uh, Heath Runyon. Ever come to Reno? I'll buy I you love Reno, dude. It's the world's biggest little city. You always have to say that like people don't know that. Well, you know. It's like literally the title of the city. I know. I stand. I stood under that sign and got a photo. And I saw that. You were very proud of that, too. Yeah, I love, I love Reno. Right. Uh, Teresa the Kid, thank you. Unfortunately, YouTube doesn't allow me to see your question because you're snapped all the way to the bottom. Yeah, weird. Um, I apologize. Okay, let's get a couple of normal oh, questions. Oh, sorry. Oh, I yeah. got it. Check out uh, Mito Kur. He would like to interview y'all. Oh, so he does want to interview y'all. Who's that? Uh, I don't know, but we need to write it down because I've gotten 
so many emails about that. Okay. Okay. Sure. Hey, come back to Oklahoma, Flowers for Wonder Girl. Uh, we'd love to host you. Thanks for all you guys do. I'm immunocompromised and was prepared. Thanks to you. Appreciate that. Hey, absolute pleasure. Best of luck. I had a great time in Oklahoma. And oh, yeah. Oklahoma City and then Tulsa as well. Mm. There's that guy, SV Seeker, building that Chinese junk in his backyard. Right. I went to go interview him. Right. Super interesting. My Flowers for Wonder Girl, my grandpa is actually from Tahlequah. You probably know where that is. Um, I don't. Never been there. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure it's stunning out there. So, you, so you, you love Oklahoma, but then you judge where my grandpa's from. I gotta say that I love Oklahoma, but it sucks the way it looks. Oh, yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone's like gonna argue flat that. and flat, boring. windy, and brown. Yeah, but the people and just everything Very that's going on there, it's really We met a lot of nice yeah. people there. Uh, okay, now. I wanna uh, retire in Oklahoma. Don't lie, dude. <laughs> no, seriously. Don't lie. I could live in a mansion over there. You could. For like $1,000 a month. <laughs> you absolutely probably could. But that'd be in rural Oklahoma and like somewhere where no one wants to live. Um, mm. I'll answer this just because it plays into this like drama bullshit that people love. Peter Bill says, is it me or was Winston getting annoyed with seamilk lately? <laughs> no, not I want to preface this sure. with, you guys don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Sure, sure. We like to banter, mm. but we love when, I shouldn't say we love, we just chuckle when we get comments or emails that said, Seamilk, yeah. you're better off without Winston. Just ditch the guy. Like, you're so much smarter. And then he'll get the same one. Winston, yeah. you're so much smarter. Lose that loser Seamilk. Yeah, He's just bringing you down. Yeah. And they think that, like there's a wall or something or we don't talk to each other we yeah. turn off the camera we're like see you did yeah. see you at work tomorrow they think that they can drive a wedge <laughs> and like stop the, the thing is at the end of the day i think it's just one of those uh situations where they're trying to stop us making videos proper it's they're probably just, malicious they want to create you know div division and stuff right they like that a lot of people it's like this, incredibly though. rare that you meet someone who you can call a friend and also work together with and sure. you don't get like horribly tired of them no. and for whatever reason uh it's just the right mixture of everything it is. It is. we get to go on these long road trips together we work together every day we've got this little office of ours here right and we never get like horribly pissed off with each other obviously every once in a while like we'll have a little spat about something but yeah it doesn't matter. We're good friends and we're business partners and that's the way things are. And our families Agreed. are friends, our wives are mm -hmm. friends, our kids and all that. It's never going to be an issue. People watch too much reality TV. Yeah, <laughs> it's never going to be an issue. You know, like those yeah. shows where it's like the, the custom car guys are like OC choppers or whatever. And the guy's like throwing chairs. <laughs> Get out! I can't stand that yeah, crap. I don't watch this stuff. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're going to sign off. Sorry for the long one, guys. Hope you guys appreciated it. Sure. Um, I don't know what to say anymore. I hope you guys stay safe. I hope you guys have bought enough supplies just in case things kick off. Yeah. Uh, stay informed. Make sure you're reading the Not China numbers. Get mm -hmm. an idea for yourself how this is going to spread. And I wish you all, all the best. Yeah, just a, a quick rundown of what you can expect tomorrow. I will be having a live stream. It will not be incredibly long. Don't worry. But I do would appreciate for you to tune in. It will be the same time. Mm -hmm. um, I'll get you to join in for the sure. Q&A at the end. We'll see you guys but, tomorrow. Um, I've prepared a bunch of things I really want to talk about and I think it'll be a, a good stream and then of course we have our podcast again not this next Thursday mm -hmm. but the following it's every two weeks you'll see one of these podcasts mm -hmm. we've got a lot of things on the go guys yeah um, ADV China on Monday as usual we do our adventure you know we've kind of we had this thing right with ADV China where we do one on the bikes one off the bikes one yeah. on the bikes one off the bikes but no one we cared yeah, we kind of decided that we're going to probably move ADV China to like 
constantly only on the bike. And sometimes so off the, the bike. The occasional yeah. thing. And mix it up a bit like we did right in the beginning where we'd ride somewhere. So it'd be on the bikes right, for there's the an initial event. and then right. we'd stop and we'd get off and film and then get right. back on. Right. So uh, you can expect ADV China to become a lot more just riding around adventure type stuff. We've just been on that trip through Mexico and up to uh, Vegas. Vegas and stuff. We still have a lot of Taiwan and Vietnam mm-hmm. stuff that we uh, are going to be and releasing. And our future trips once the coronavirus Yeah, is once over. the coronavirus has died down, then we can finally get to India and South mm-hmm. Korea and Japan and all these places we've got planned. So ADV China is going to basically turn into motorcycles only. Um, but we're how still it started. Talk, talk. It's this, exactly the same. Oh, it's the same. Nothing is changing. It's just we're not scheduling the off the bikes yeah. as a specific thing. Yeah, it used to be one week on, right. one week off. No one, no, no one noticed. No, they're always like, oh, you're finally back on the bikes. It's like, <laughs> it's like it was last week. second week we're on the bike. Anyway, now, now they can't come up with that excuse. No, now they'll be like, you guys, I miss when you guys walking around. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. Yeah. And uh, our other channel, Worthless Whips. Um, oh, we're working on stuff right yeah. now. Uh, tomorrow, actually, yeah. we should get something out. We're going to put something out on Worthless Whips very soon. Should be tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. This Probably. whole nonsense that's been going on with the coronavirus yeah, and dude. having our in-laws and stuff here has oh, screwed us up so that. badly because that takes a massive amount of time. I'm like literally being a mechanic, fixing a car. We're having to drive We're places. We're not to sleep. Yeah, anyway, but that's uh, still in the card, so don't worry. We got something for you tomorrow. Um, and that's about it, really. It so is. I'll catch you guys all tomorrow in the live stream. Don't leave me hanging. Super, super, super happy that you could join us today. Thank you for watching and uh, just keep using common sense and we'll see you next time. Stay awesome, guys.